First and foremost, sorry for the delay, everybody. It's January 20th. Today's guest, Christina Pajinski. Go to birdbirdbird.com for all the bird This is the Birdcast. All right. It started, Push. This is this is how exactly how unprofessional you are. Is it, uh, is it you that's unprofessional or me that started it while you were across well, the room? Well, that too. I have to get my alcohol and my cell phone. Okay. Those are my priorities. Um, so we've got two games going on. This is that's, not Tom always tweets me pictures of him and says mm-hmm. that I look like him. Yeah, that's you. That's black football playing Burt. That does not look like me at all. <laughs> totally black Burt, yeah. Who's it, Terrell Suggs? I, I think I know the guy's name. I don't know <laughs> shit about football. <laughs> what team? I don't even know what we're watching. Baltimore. What is this? It's Baltimore. I'm going to post this tonight. Oh, okay, good. Because I'm backlogged. I'm, this podcast shit is fucking exhausting. It is. It's a it commitment. Is. It, it, it is a commitment. It's a commitment to fucking locking down strain like like locking down <laughs> friends to come yeah. to your house and fucking force them to drive into the valley oh that's the worst part of it force them to park on the street and then force them to sit in my man cave and, and fucking talk to me for fucking an hour I think having Are a dog you, jump on me is the scariest part the though. dog's been the hardest part of this podcast how much do you hate your dog now or do I, you still like it oh, I love my dog I love my dog but here's the problem <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fucking turn the TV off because I will it's look so over your shoulder it's so distracting yeah, yeah. <laughs> to look at black black <laughs> watch self. this Don't hit the power that. And it just, everything There's, shuts down. Um, such a good room for you. It's such a great room. This is your essence. This no, I you. love the dog. This is what's, this is what's been frustrating about the dog is that yeah. it fucking loves Leanne like a million times more than it loves me. Oh, everybody does. Of yeah, course. but the dog, and I just realized it's only because Leanne feeds it. <laughs> that is not only it's why. The only fucking reason these animals love no. her is because she feeds all of them. The girls don't <laughs> feed them. So they look to her like, you're my lifeline. Like, if I... <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it's because she nurtured it from the time it was a pup? She did. I'm going to take she my did. boots off. I, Go ahead. I hate having shoes on. Um, she no, did. She, she suckled it and nurtured that thing. She's fucking so unhealthy with animals. <laughs> She's so unhealthy. The dog gets up on the... If, you, if I let the dog in right now, she would stand up on this. Yeah. And she would stand up on the couch, and then she would get up on you and literally stand in your lap. And it's because the second she does that, Leanne goes, oh, this is my teacup bowl mastiff. And Priscilla thinks it's cute. So you have a fucking 120-pound dog standing on human – it's like if Leanne goes, just let me climb on you real quick. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. So, yeah. So the dog's horribly behaved. It's a shitty dog. Let's be honest. It's uh, kind of shitty. The the greatest thing about the dog is that the fucking second – she scares the living shit out of anyone that comes up to our front door because she sits on the couch and stares out the window all day long. And and if she sees you, she just – I mean, she barked one night and she woke the whole fucking house up because she heard something and it was just our cat. The You know what's so funny? It's so menacing. On the first podcast I did, I told a story to Tom. That I had to edit the podcast because I was I'd never done a podcast before, and I really I thought like oh, I'll just put in you know I'll edit the goodbye. Show. Now I'm just gonna fucking leave it in. There's no point to edit a fucking. podcast. Don't edit your podcast. There's Can no I tell reason. you because people really like the moments of chaos and fuck uppery. I thought they wouldn't. It was, it was I they edited out it. Tom Joey saying goodbye to everyone in the man cave because Joey left. Yeah. And he said goodbye to everyone. And it took forever because you know Joey. And can you believe he's a dad? By the way, I can't believe he's a dad. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe it via our phone, our phone conversations. What do you mean? You talk to yeah, him on the phone? Yeah, I talk to him every day. Oh, because he'll call Tommy every now and then too. Oh, he calls me. Like, I, I talk to Joey every single day. What do you guys talk about? But everything. 
Joey was like, he became mean? a therapist to me. I started going to therapy. You might, I remember I told you I went to therapy. Oh, tell me everything. I, went to, I started going to therapy because I was having, uh, let's just say, broad stroke relationship issues with other people. <laughs> and <What? laughs> <laughs> so shitty that you said that. Okay. Broad stroke relationship issues with everybody. I was having a problem with boundaries and allowing people. Oh, I have that constantly. Yeah. With people, I was allowing people. Uh, to take advantage of me in ways that I shouldn't have, and I oh, should have stood up for every my day, all day. And me so too, I was like, yeah. and I was having, and I was having issues with. This is all stuff, mind you. This is a, a conversation I have with Joey. So, okay, not, okay, like, like okay. people, I think sometimes people think Joey is not. I, I think they think he's deep, but they think he's like, uh, like a, like a, like a roadside prophet. Like he just doesn't right. have any, like you know, like <laughs> like a homeless person. Like yeah, like like the Joey, like he's just like that tough love, that Doctor Phil, but from the streets. Right. So, but I told Joey all this because he's my friend, and so I told him, you know, I'm having, I, I told him everything that I won't talk about on this. But, and then I was also having problems with, um, with, with identity for my own identity because I okay. felt like I was spread in so many different places and I didn't really know who I was. And I went to like this therapist and it was like fucking four hundred dollars an hour. What? So expensive. Yo, you had to go to my lady. She's way cheaper than that. Yeah. This guy was awesome. So I talked to the therapist and he kind of told me, you know, what I needed to work on. And then I talked to Joey and Joey goes, fuck your therapist, dog. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> oh, no. So every day, this is when I was doing the cleanse too. Right oh, when okay. I was losing weight, every day I went and had coffee with Joey every morning. It was actually Aww. a green tea. And I would tell him what's going on. I'd be very candid about what my feelings were about everything that was going on. And he was, he fucking... Literally, was my therapist. Like, I mean, but it was just, it was just, Pete Corielli once said this. He was just friends. It was just friends. And I got to so, talk to Joey Diaz more. Oh, he's the best. You, your husband's pretty good, too. I use yes. Buns constantly. Yes. So why do you think I married him? I abuse that dude. Yeah, he's the only calm person in my life who's really rational, has great advice. Awesome. He's a good person. He, and, and he'll listen to you. Yeah, I know. Like, he's there's so like, sweet. he has a hard time cutting you off because I'll talk to his <laughs> fucking ear off about everything. I mean, I, like shit that I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't tell anybody. I wouldn't even share. I t- call him and tell him all the time. And when that shit went down this week, yeah, I talked yeah. to you about it, mm-hmm. and I called him like three times, and you know he never answers his fucking he phone. He was in Baltimore. Yeah. In all fairness, like sleeping all day. He's in Baltimore right now. He's flying home from Baltimore right now. Okay. Um. So I called him like three times, and then and then I guess he talked to you and found yeah, out why I was calling. Yeah. And then I, I told him what happened. And he called. Yeah. And I wish I could tell you guys. Ah, I can tell you guys. I left my manage. I left my agent. <laughs> Matt Frost. He was say no more though. Yeah. I wouldn't go into it. On yeah, the I know, but yeah, I know, but I just, I just, you know. <laughs> but it's devastating. I, it was because, devastating because he was a great friend. It was just right. a move I needed to make, and it was just, it's one of those things that you, do, it's a grown up fucking decision. It's a scary. He thing. was, and he's, and I've, he's been with me fifteen years, and, and he, he helped me get. It was a loyalty thing. It was, he yes. was my friend, and he was loyal to me, and he, and he cared. And but, buddy, that's where the boundary shit comes into play, especially people like you and me. We want to be the good people. We yeah. want to be loyal. We want people to love us, and I think we blur business and friendship, and that's the danger with managers and agents. It's like yeah. you want to believe that this person cares for you totally and will take care of all your needs. It's uh, like the parent fantasy, you know? And I, I, and, and I went, you know. It was. It sucked. We went through it with, de- with with. I know. Don't say his name. Okay. With someone mutual. It was yeah. terrible. Well, it's been. It's the worst part of this fucking business is that you form these relationships with people Ugh. that are are probably unhealthy. Totally like, unhealthy. <laughs> totally unhealthy. <laughs> I mean, totally wrong. Totally wrong. Totally. And then and then and then like people's livelihoods not depend. Like, trust me when I say Matt Frost is going to be completely fine. Of he's course, a fucking yes. huge agent at the one of the biggest agencies in the right. in the world. He makes a dickload of money. Right. He is fine, but 
he was he was my friend. And but right. the business wise, I need to do it. I'm very happy that I did it. I'm very happy with where I went. Yeah. I can say where I am now, right? I that, I don't, that's Just so don't. weird to even say. But yeah, but I, they listen to the podcast. So guys, I know oh, you're listening. No. I know you're listening. They no, I talked to them on the phone about it. I was like, I go, I know what the right decision is. It's just very impossible to execute. You mm. know. So it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, but Judy, <laughs> why? She's the, she's fucking awesome. She's, she's amazing. She's a fucking. She is a. Like I would, I would want to say she's an uh, of an aggressive. She just is I a fucking her. gangster. Can I tell you what I had with her? This is so unhealthy. I talked about this in therapy because I have really bad mommy issues, as yes. you know. And so does my wife, right? So that's why we connected immediately, yeah. Leanne and I. But so I have real bad. I don't have a relationship with my mom. So I went to Judy's house for a Christmas get together. I don't know if you're invited. To that I was invited, but I was out of town. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I, I went. It was amazing. She's the best fucking Judy. Is our both our managers? Just so everyone's like, right. Who fucks Judy. Yeah. Judy's our manager. And uh, and she is an amazing cook, an amazing cook. And not only that, we went to her home, and it was like the childhood I never had. You know, when you walk in, yeah. and it was like Christmas tree, and there's a dog, and there's wreaths and lights, and I Fucking immediately old friends. <laughs> She's got old friends. She's got friends that are like seventy, which is you're like, how the fuck do you know this person? Yeah. Just asleep on the couch, just fun. Yeah, it was Love. Alan. Was Alan Chamberlain yeah, of course. there? Alan's my yeah. Alan and I toured on the road for like two, like two years. Super nice, fun, normal, down to earth. And immediately the fantasy was, I want this woman to be my mom. I want oh, her to adopt that's me. so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. I, you know what's so funny is I used to think, I'm making sure I'm recording real quick. Oh my gosh, please say yes, you yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, I so, so wanted her to be my mom. Ugh. Uh, I had, you know, I think I had issues with, I had issues with, I had, I had father issues. Yeah. Um, That's your comic issue, would yeah. you say, is your dad. I think every comic has some sort of parental issue. My it, dad never sure. finds me funny. He doesn't find – he never laughs at anything <laughs> I say. I could tell him a joke. Like he goes right. – he, he heard this joke I've been telling and he goes, why, why do you even fucking talk like that? Right. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, what, you, you got to write – listen, buddy, buddy, you got to – He calls you buddy? If I'm telling you when I – when he dies, he's going to die. And I'm and whenever oh. I have business shit, I call him right away. I talk to him about it and he yeah. always starts it off the same way. Buddy, here's what you got to do. He, that's how he starts everything off, buddy. And when I, when he dies and I and I have, go through something and I'll be thinking about him, yeah. I guarantee you I'll hear his voice in my head, buddy. Oh. Super easy. <laughs> Listen, you need you need fucking. <laughs> this, he just thinks I'm a mess. He's like, you need fucking insurance because you're gonna have a goddamn stroke, okay? And you're not gonna be able to speak, and no one's gonna want to see you drool on stage. And you need to support these girls, buddy. You need to get some disability insurance right now. Like I'm telling you, like right now. Then he's like. That's smart, yeah. though. But that's smart. My parents had know nothing about nothing. Like, my dad is, you know, they're foreigners. My yeah. dad has, like, a forklift business. <laughs> like, he doesn't know shit about, like, showbiz. Wait, things, your dad, you know? my dad goes, buddy, buddy, here's what we got to do. Yeah. And then your dad is. is oh, Christica. Christica. Just... Oh, Christica, come on. Oh, this fucking bullshit. He curses a lot. I, I saw him today. Christica? Christica, yeah, that's my Hungarian. Christica? Christica, yeah. Why wouldn't you just take that? What do you mean? That's so much better than Christina. <laughs> My Christica Hungarian? is fucking a great name. Christica. Speaking of names, I was yeah. at Captain Brian's and I forget. Oh. <sighs> Can we talk about Captain Brian? <laughs> yes, but I in a positive light because I love Brian. <laughs> I love Brian too. But like Captain Brian himself yeah, we're talking Brian about. Brian is fucking hilarious. I made fun of him on stage with his parents in the crowd. Yeah, his parents go to all the shows or yeah. like two of the shows. And I said because he – he he talks to guys like he's in, like we're in eighth grade. No. Like there was a famous girl at my show, uh, Leighton Meester. 
Leighton Meister, uh, no, Meister, I, something. Huh? I don't know. I don't know her name. She's on Gossip Girls. Oh, okay. But she was at my show, and I found that out after the show. And then, of oh. course, I didn't care. I had no care. I was ready to go home. Yeah. And someone says someone's famous at your show, and you get excited. Like all of a sudden, I'm this shallow fuck who's never watched Gossip Girls a day in his life. Right. But then I'm now I'm going to go recognize her, <laughs> like because they pointed her out. Georgia. Georgia. She. I swear to God, they're going to fucking try to come in here. She's like swinging her racket. So I go over to late. I go over to her and then I talk to her. And, and Brian sees it and he goes, "What the fuck? Why, why the fuck would you do that?" Oh yeah, that's why totally the fuck his would voice. You do that? Yeah. Oh, are you trying to porker? I said, "What?" He goes, "You trying to porker?" Yeah, everything's said, sexual. Yeah, with Captain goes, Brian, are you trying to porker? You gonna? Are you gonna, are you gonna get a BJ? It's like fucking like fucker or blowjob, not BJ right. and porker. Right. And then I was I hung out with a bunch of lesbians, and he goes, "Oh, did you hang out with those lesbos?" <laughs> Like, I fucking love, I love but Brian. But you know he's a legit captain, and he has he literally captain's... Is. He had a very... Certificate. Baby, stop it. <laughs> he has a oh certificate God. that says he's a captain of the no, sea. No, he was a very successful, yeah, very fisherman. successful charter cap- charter fisherman. Yeah. Have like, he told you his stories about yeah. what kind of fish to eat and what not to eat at restaurants? It'll horrify you. He... The best part, though, is the dude... I forget. I'm horrible with names. One of the guy who runs the sound booth. Goes, man, you got one of those tough names. You? Yeah, hold on. Uh, He goes, I go, yeah, and he goes, yeah, you. And there's another, there's another person that I could not pronounce her name, (laughs) Kristen Pajutsky. And I went, you mean Christina Pajinsky? He goes, yeah. And I go, maybe you're. And so I go, yeah, it's it's pretty simple. When she says it, you just got to remember what it sounds like. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swear to God, I'm sitting by the bar. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, tonight your headliner, Brett Kaiser. I swear to God, I the whole weekend oh, he said wow. Brett Kaiser, the Jewish and I was like, comedian. and I pulled him aside at the end of the week. I go, maybe you're dyslexic, like maybe it's you and not us. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're fucking. And maybe you stupid. can't read the names right. But uh, yeah, Brian, I love, I love, I love doing Kevin Bryant's. But I, I will tell you, some of the toughest shows I've had in a oh, long time. Oh, me, you just juggle your nuts up there for for gotta, an hour. It's so hard. It's New York. It, that's is New, that how hard that's New York, New York is? Comedy. That's why the people that murder that fucking room are Rich Voss, Bobby Kelly, right. like anyone that started New York destroys that room because it's it's New York's the same way. It's like people. I remember when I worked in New York. That's the poster of the of the Boston Comedy Club. I would oh, bring okay. in people off the streets that had fucking groceries in their hands, oh. and they'd sit in the front row with groceries. I remember putting a dude's ice cream in the ice cream in the freezer so his ice cream didn't melt, and he sat with fucking groceries. <laughs> I never forget one time there was this Puerto Rican couple, uh, dude and his chick, and I go, listen, you may not want to. Uh, they go comedy show, and I go, yeah, you may not want to go in there because there's smoking. And they were like, really? And I said, yeah, because she's pregnant. And this Puerto Rican guy looked like he just like he's gonna he he got so excited. He goes, oh shit, <laughs> this is on, this is gonna happen. And she went, what the fuck did you say? You said I'm pregnant. I'm fucking. Let me tell you something, motherfucker. And I was like, I was like, sorry. And the, but the, I never forget the look on the Puerto Rican guy's face. He was like, oh shit, <laughs> like he was like he was in high school and someone yelled fight. Like he was like, oh shit, he just said my bitch is pregnant. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing, by the way. But uh, that's a harsh room because I had a woman come in in pajamas and then she fell asleep five minutes into my set. And then afterwards, she, her and her friends were like, that's a great show. I'm like, yeah, but why'd you bring your friend in the PJs? And they're like, oh, she wanted to go to bed, but we woke her up and dragged her out of bed and made her come to the show. And I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, it's, really, it's tough. It, I, had some, I had some really bad. Not bad. I will say I definitely had one bad one. Yeah. But like. I had some uphill battle shows. They're all. 
Well, because the kitchen's right there in the showroom, so you're you're con- you're competing with the kitchen with like them mixing drinks. Yeah. It's- no and Mexican jokes because there's no there's no there's one of color no one. on that entire island <laughs> except in the kitchen. The right. kitchen is fucking is bilingual as fuck. Right. And so and, and like, but here's the crazy part about that. About wait, what am I about? What am I about about to say? I feel like I'm having a stroke. What were you just you saying? Get insurance. Oh no, this is what's really fucking me up. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, I was getting genuinely heckled. Oh, really? Well, like, yeah, but, like, it was people thinking they were making the show better. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I pissed off one lady. I didn't piss her off. They wanted to order off the menu, and they got in a fight with Brian beforehand, and then they walked out, and they stormed out. But it's – here's what – like, when I started doing comedy, someone shot at you from the audience to the stage. Gloves were off. You could say whatever the fuck you wanted to put them down. That mm-hmm. goal was to, to come out like Tyson as fast and as quick right. as you could. Then, now with, with like, the way everything is – these days, like Tosh said that thing, and then everyone fucking hated Tosh, and he had to apologize for defending himself against right. a heckler. I remember someone that. who's who's jumping in, not really paying attention. He had to defend himself, and that's the way I hear the story. I've never heard it the way that everyone exploded on him. That's not the way I heard what happened. So, and I, I have a job that I want to keep at Travel Channel, and I and oh, so in a weird right. way because I love, I'm fucking, I love, I genuinely will say I love working for Travel Channel. It is. It is one of the coolest things that has ever just – I've stepped in shit. Like, it's just so – I'm so lucky. But – so, like, all of a sudden I get heckled and I fucking have the comeback in my head. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared to say it because I know it's across the line. And I know that it's going to get a groan. And I know I'm running the risk. But in my head I'm like, fuck it. But – so, like, all of a sudden I have, like, three conversations going on in my head when it comes to heckling. Like, when it comes to stand-up, that's fine. Right. I'll do whatever the fuck. I will still take chances. But when it comes to heckling, it's like I'm afraid to shut him down. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, because you've got more to lose than, let's say, Christina Pajitsky does. Right? <laughs> you've got a television show. Uh, I don't know how I'll feel in a few years if I have all the stuff that you do. Because now I don't give a fuck. Right. If you at- walk on me, I'm like, fuck you, suck my cock, you piece of shit. And it yeah. gives me happiness to see them get sad. <laughs> right? If they started it, is what yeah. I'm saying. Gives oh, me they joy. always start it. It gives me joy. Yes. All they got to do is write a blog about it. And then, uh, and then, and then just slam it their way. And then everyone's like, he did that. Uh, and it sucks. What's crazy is. That's terrifying. What? I, th- wait, is that what happened to Tosh? I thought, I thought, wait, wasn't some comic tweeting at a live? That was, uh, that, that was, was someone that else. That was about, that was, no, that was, that was a long time ago. It was with two other comics. Okay. I won't say either of their names. Cause I think both of them fucking don't like being involved in oh, right, right, other right, comics, right. but. <laughs> Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, right. and like a fool, I fucking, this is before I realized how powerful podcasts are. I went on fucking, one, I think, Rogan's or Death Squad's and just talk, said my opinion. Oh, right, okay, and then, yeah. And, and then everyone got upset. And I was like, oh, I wasn't, I, don't, I still like everybody. I think everyone's still good people. I, this was just my opinion at that moment. Yeah. Like, I don't, that doesn't, I don't have a judgment, but I didn't realize that the fucking Death Squad army was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> We will kill. They will they, go after Savages people. is an understatement. Yeah. They are fucking naked, <laughs> spear-wielding savages with blood pouring out of their face. Yes. They are fucking... Go- I'm like, yeah, so... I fear the Death Squad, too. I fear their I, wrath. I fear them. Like, I, like, I don't even, like... Like, I don't even write Death Squad in my hashtags because I'm terrified of them. I'm afraid they'll be like, that's right. Like, and just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're fucking... It's, it, but then you meet them and they're like the most... Like Joe. Oh, the Death Squatters are amazing. Yeah. Any any them. Rogan fans, Death Squad fans, anybody, they're awesome. They're, they're the nicest people on the loyal, planet. They're they're they yes. get comedy. They're fucking really open minded. Like you'd yeah. think 
you'd think, and I know that everyone goes, oh, why would you think that? Well, you'd think like MMA, weed smoking. Right, right. They'd like, be like D-bags or whatever. But they're not. But they're they're not like at the all. coolest fucking dudes. You know what? I heard this story. This is terrible. And I forget which comic this happened to. But, okay, here, yeah, okay. Do you know the story? Okay. So, somebody wrote him, this comic, a hate email. Like, you suck. You're not funny. You're to a piece of shit. No, 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 no. I forget who this was. Okay. I honestly don't remember. But I heard this story. And so the comic, instead of just ignoring the email, which is what you're supposed, you're supposed to, to do, do which we've learned through therapy, right? Um, the guy writes back. He's like, fuck you. I'm not funny. What do you mean? I have a special on Comedy Central. I have X, Y, and Z. And like enlisted all of his credits. So this crazy person devotes um makes like a website dedicated to hating this particular comedian. Do you know this comedian's name? And I can't I can't remember. I could figure it out, find out. Yeah, find out really because now know. I'm fucking dying to know. It's so cray cray. So so anyway, so uh basically it's not taken down and the guy's going through litigation or whatever to try to get this site taken down and has lost work because he'll go and like if you google this person's name this hateful shit oh, comes up, shut up. And so, <laughs> just be careful Fucking, i don't respond to anybody so... no I've no never, don't ever yeah, yeah. i've never i've never responded to anyone i've I, wanted to yeah i get i get like things said to me and i just want to clear the air and go right. well this is what really happened i appreciate that your your concern for my but but I don't say a fucking word. I never. I've never said a word. I've never no. said a word to the to to a fault. Like I just. Keep, I keep. You let it go. Yeah. I, let, I just and because it does go away. Like you. Re, like it the, does, the, yeah. the the little compulsion you feel to fucking fire back goes away. But it's not right when you read it. No. Wait. Can I tell you? But that's the to, boundary thing too. That's that's. Can an I issue. tell you well, the to to to, <sighs> so to cattail that? Yeah. 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 This is my favorite. I'm I'm gonna ruin the story. So like, don't okay. whatever I tell you. That's it's the truth. But uh, remember, I'm drinking and oh, yeah, and, I, and this happened a while ago. This is one of my favorite 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 fucking responses to someone. <clears throat> Doug Stanhope gets an email uh, from a lady who says uh, he's so great at shitting on people. By the way, Stanhope's so, like the master of that. But go ahead, yes. He uh, he gets an email. I don't even. I I I know him very scarcely. Like, but I but but I know him because I've gone back and forth with him on emails. Just when I was going through a tough time, I emailed him and we kind of connected or talked or whatever. And so, and I know him for most. It doesn't matter. He gets an email from a woman and like I'm going to say Iowa. I don't know what fucking city was. I'm going to say Iowa. Um, dear Mister Stanhope, I attended your show on <laughs> uh, late Saturday, and I will say that uh, I was beyond offended. <laughs> the material you presented was not only horrific mm -hmm. visual and disturbing mm. but you need help your jokes about 9-11 were in my opinion way too soon way off par and like just fucking <laughs> goes through abortion is not a funny in any sense of the word like you should never joke about aborting your like this this for the fucking like two pages of notes on his act Ugh. doug stanhope replies dear ma'am in iowa I couldn't agree with you more. Hmm. When I got the script for that night's show from the club <laughs> manager, I was appalled at the material. However, <laughs> being a dutiful comic, I did my job and read the script they gave me to perform. That's great. <laughs> Please take this complaint to the manager and tell him that his joke about abortion is <laughs> horrific. 
Please take note to the manager. Call the people that own the club. Call your local <laughs> civic. Say this club is presenting. I mean, it was so fucking genius. She replies, "Oh, I knew it couldn't have been you." <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck! 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 That just took it. Yeah. Oh, it was one of the. It was one of the greatest things I've. I Has remember, he printed that? Is that is that on the internet? It, I, I read it on his website. I read oh. it on his website, and I, and I um. And I was in the, I was at the Miami That's Improv. Brilliant. This was so long ago. Right now that I'm look, thinking about it, I was at the Miami Improv, and I read it on his website. And I was in. <laughs> I went into the box office at the Miami Improv, and I said, "Pull up Doug Stanhope website." They pulled it up. I said, "Just read that. Read that out loud." And there's all the girls in the box office, and they fucking howled. They were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Because Doug doesn't work the Miami Improv, or right. he, I'm sure he hasn't in fucking 20 years. But they fucking howled, and I was like, "That is the greatest." It's that little mind fuck mm-hmm. that that you're that you're like. I wish I had an example of anything I've done like that, but I don't. Quite no, honestly. that's so genius. That's such a genius. Like, have you ever have you ever accidentally read like a comment card where it's just hate about you? I, I seldom oh, yeah. do. I did it once in Cleveland, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to read comment cards ever. Uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> I've, I've read them. I've read poor reviews of my hour special. Oh, it's devastating. I read a poor review of my hour special and didn't re- realize it was a bad review until the very end. <laughs> I was like, right, I did that. Yes, okay, I did that yes, also. And? Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Wait, I'm stupid. This is an example of why America's number seven? What? Huh? <laughs> I'm fucking, I, yeah. I, you know, the first, I stopped caring. I genuinely stopped, let me rephrase that. I genuinely stopped caring about them i started retweeting everything positive and then all of a sudden they just kind of disappeared yes i don't i don't retweet i don't address anything negative on twitter yeah. i don't i don't feed it it's I those idiots that it. fucking validate someone who Never. fires off of them and then you go it's just a troll yeah it is it's just some guy trying to get a response and like if you reply back and and i mean my big thing now is i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with going on facebook and look, going through the the news feed and finding the lamest <laughs> activity that someone's doing. <laughs> Fucking wish I could. I wish I had saved this. Oh, okay. No one's ever gonna find it. But I'll tell you exactly what it is. So, the lamest like thing. Yeah. And uh, and then reading everything they have. Oh, everything it's the best. I think it's my cousin Shadi because she has stuff like super excited going to the Olive Garden. The new Forever Twenty One is awesome. Yes. And you're like, what? Oh, it's so the great. Fuck? There was a guy on my timeline, and his thing said, uh, <laughs> "Off to duet practice." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm reading everything he's got. I go to his page. I go to his page, and the next one's like, um, "It's something about Hitler." And if you take away oh our guns, God. you're being Hitler. And I was like, "Fuck!" I love this guy. Then I start going to his pictures. Okay, his. <laughs> I don't want to get too specific because God forbid this guy loves this because po- he is a fan of mine. Oh, no. Okay. But, but it's – it's uh, God damn it. I have to. Man, I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> don't I'm say so his sorry. Name. Just I don't know his name, name, but I'm going to tell you. He's going to know it's him when I tell you what was on okay, his timeline. All right, do it. So the next one is, you know the song, I'm Sexy and I Know It? Yeah. Well, he goes, uh, if you're a dad, you're going to LOL at this. <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> So I read it, and it's a, it's clearly some young comic who does who's doing a song. I'm a daddy, and I don't boom, boom, right, boom, boom, boom. Right. and and he's like, I wipe the diapers, clean the walls, clean the things, and run the balls. I'm a daddy, I can't watch football. I'm a daddy, and I know it. And I could, I was so, I was like watching a train wreck. 
And then I'm like fucking going through, and his profile picture is like, like you know how they have big profile and then baby profile pictures. Yeah, yeah. Profile pictures, him and the kids, beautiful setting. It's a gorgeous picture. Him, his wife, and his two kids. There are other ones. The kids are upside down. Like wacky dad. Fucking was obsessed. I wish. I I hope to God that friend thing, like who looked at your Facebook, doesn't work because I spent an hour and a half on his. Can I please read you my my own cousin Shadi's Facebook, please? Which is like my favorite because they're so. Is she uh, uh, immigrant? Uh, yeah, she was not born here, but she okay. now she lives in California. Okay. Okay. So, uh, g- 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 multiple G's. So full. Belated birthday dinner with my family at Buca de Beppo's. Freaks me out. Anyone see this movie, Contagion? And then... Wait, wait, when, when did she post this? <laughs> 2006? <laughs> when that movie came out? When Gwyneth Paltrow was acting? Before she had fucking kids? This is my, this is fun too. So, how seriously should we be taking this flu emergency? It's all I've heard on the news today. New York, there's a public health emergency. It's saying it's a national public outbreak! <laughs> wait, speaking of contagion, um, did they, why did they Burr, never... It's why cold they, this morning. Sorry. It's have so you ever seen dumb. contagion? I, yeah, I vaguely recall it. Yeah, Gwyneth was in it and she, she's fine. Oh, but here's like the thing. Here. For anyone that's recently watched this in a hotel last week, they... So, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow have two kids. Mm-hmm. The youngest kid, the one that dies, mm-hmm. like right, right after Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow dies, and then right, right, the youngest right. one dies, was not Matt Damon's kid. That's why he doesn't give a shit about it. Right. And that's why they did it's that, like, and, so that and, you don't have to care. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, what a fucking cheat is that as a writer? You don't care about your stepkids. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Matt Damon's cool with it. Wait, but I just saw that Jodie Foster movie. Okay, this is a bad theory. This is so racist. I don't Wait. care. Okay. There's a Jodie Foster. I'll, movie. I'll protect you so that you don't sound racist. Okay. I'm well versed in 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 corporate America that I I will I will go. No, you don't really think that. I know what you're saying. We have to circle back, right? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm terrified of sounding racist. Of course. I'm terrified because okay, but I don't mean this. Okay, like first of all, let me preface this by saying okay. my step family is Indian. Okay, so yes. I can fucking say this shit. Oh, you can't be racist about Indian people. No, they're awesome. Nobody yeah, hates yeah. Indians. Yeah, no. They're the sexy. They're the brand new sexy. Yes, they're very hip right now. Indian women. I'm so attracted to Indian women. Well, like that Miss Universe one, like, and the one that does porn. Wait, what? are those two different people? I think you're thinking of Who the did Russell autistic Peters girl. Go? Oh, wait. That's the autistic girl from <laughs> Miss Universe, right? I don't remember. There's, just, like, a super beautiful one. I just heard an interview on CNN, and they're like, they're like, this woman is autistic. Oh, she's going out for Miss America. Miss America. She's autistic. I thought and they were all autistic. <laughs> Miss America? Wait. Wait. That is not funny. <laughs> I do not find that hilarious, but that, I understand. Yes, that, that, we're not Wait, making but, fun of autistic people at all by any stretch of means. I have a lot of friends with autistic kids. Well, yeah, we're all but, borderline yeah. Asperger's. I think they think Isla's autistic now. <laughs> I swear Are to you God. serious? Yeah, well, she's definitely dyslexic. Uh, yeah, well, she's cute. Thank God. Yeah, she's pretty. She'll Thank be fine God. I mean, she's fucking. She is not smart at all. Wait, but can I tell you my story? Yeah, please. So I'm, I'm watching the Jodie Foster movie, which is the one where she becomes a vigilante. Uh, uh, she finds her dog. It's all yeah. about the search for her dog. Yeah, and she yeah, kills yeah. people in New York City. Yeah, I forget the name. It's just it's not that great. But anyway, they made her fiance Indian and like not attractive and like a no name actor. And I think it's so that you don't feel as bad when he's murdered brutally in the beginning of the movie. That's not racist at all. That's accurate. Let me tell you something. When you're thank on the, you for saving that. No, yeah. I, I I don't think I that's. Because I felt racist. I, I was no. like, oh, do we not care because he's not like a no, white? But, th- but don't think that that, that, that they haven't thought about that. Right. If you're that making is, a movie, yeah. like I, I will, I will distinctly tell you that um, that uh, I don't know the right way to say this, but I, on the on the like 
you, everything comes up. Like that when they, I, I was on the fuck. I don't want to. Uh, I was doing a show one time, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman said the one of the executives said something horrifically racist. Yeah, horrifically and directly racist to me, and I, I was uncomfortable at first because I was like, "Is this a test to find out if I'm racist?" <laughs> like, right? Like, they throw do- they do throw it out there, yeah. and you're like, "Yeah, these fucking whatever." Yeah. yeah, I know. So, and but then I was like, Ugh. but. Her, then I realized that what she was trying to say was not – she wasn't trying to be racist. She was giving she was giving me a note. Mm. I, I wish I could go into greater detail, but I yeah, can't because I want to work for the woman again one time. So, oh, okay. And, but but it, was, it was really kind of fucking fascinating because I was like, I'll tell you off camera or off podcast. <laughs> right, I'll tell right. you. But, like, but that, that is their job because you got to understand like they're making something. They're making a product that they've got to – They've got to explain to the to the consumer real quick in a right. matter of seconds. They got to read your emotions. They got to read everything into it. Right. Like I've seen so many racist things on TV where I go, "How the fuck is that up?" Like, oh but yeah. Then, but then, then like the, all the McDonald's commercials and during sexist. February, it's yeah, like all black yes, people like, yes. like, and you're like, but they're putting it out there because they're trying to be better. They're trying to be smarter than the group, but they're not smarter than the group. I don't think. By implying that the McRib is back, that only black people would enjoy a McRib? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think it's yeah. in February. Every fucking February, the McRib shows up, <laughs> and they're like, and then they show a black guy eating the McRib right. with a big afro. He's got a dashiki on. A dashiki on. he's like, man, this is good ribs. Like, it's like, fucking don't. Shamrock Shake? I guess that wouldn't make sense. But... But, does she? Yeah, but like I don't know. I always, I always try to, I always so try to. Funny. I don't know. I don't like. I stopped talking. I used to talk about race a lot on stage. I stopped talking about it. So did I. Stop talking about it. First of all, I don't, I, like I, I don't like care it's not enough. Our place. I feel like we, as a white privileged, you and I are pretty awesomely privileged in many regards in society. Yeah. You more than me. You're a white male. It doesn't yeah. get any better than being a white guy. It's pretty sweet. A white woman. I think it goes. Okay, let's do the races in order of priority. Uh, white guy on top. No, well, okay. If you're talking about, are you talking about uh, cakewalk? We're yeah. not talking. Yeah, we're not Power talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. society. Like, and just on like, who has it the easiest? Yes, uh, white guys have it definitely the easiest. Okay, now because all white men run all big business, corporations, all corporations. Absolutely. And I've heard Chris Rock say this one time, and I thought this was absolutely fascinating. He said, when I went and met with uh, Lauren Michael the first time, I really felt out of. I'm paraphrasing. This isn't what he said, but this is kind of what I heard. Um, I didn't. I felt uncomfortable, and then I noticed that like. They're like Mike Myers and, and Adam Sandler and all these guys. They had a shorthand with them because they were white also. Mm-hmm. The same way Chris Rock might have a shorthand with like with like Other black with like comics. Warren Sapp, right? Like they, they, Warren Sapp is a play football for the Bucks. Yeah, but like see. but like but like they'd have a shorthand that they could communicate real quick. So they have all the same set of life experiences. Right. So being that all these white men run all these big businesses and they had the roughly the same life I had. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm never gonna say I had it hard. But like going to country clubs and going to Cotillion and yeah, going to private schools and frat, going to co- college, joining a fraternity, dating mm-hmm. only white chicks. Like oh, that's all these dudes that run all these corporations. So when I sit down in a room, I don't really like. I don't. I'm not nervous. Definitely, I don't feel like they're above me. I feel like I'm equals with them, even though they are. <laughs> I just and so my shorthand with them is so quick that I don't really it's not you're a privileged white male and you're right. speaking your own language but with me in a room full of white corporate males it, there is a weird dynamic because yes. they don't know how to be with me because well, I'm, I'm a woman put, I'm but put, I'm not fuckable because I'm they're not there to fuck me I'm married and I'm a comedian so now it's like even weirder well, in I'm gonna meetings. put I'm gonna put 
I'm going to put white woman below white men. Interesting. Because here's the thing, though. You think black men are above white women. Yes. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I almost, I almost agree with that is is I do think – I don't think it's really that fair still. I think it's still white dudes all running everything. <sighs> but I will say that there is a there is a power that a black man has over a white man that is unspoken, kind of unwritten, but they can they can get a white guy to do shit that a white guy wouldn't normally do because white guys are so terrified of being racist. So <laughs> oh, like, that's interesting. So like, and like, like, I don't know, just like I watch sometimes. Wait, like, and black m- culture has permeated a black lot of Black culture is the, is the number the one culture out there cool. right now. Yeah. It is the yes. standard for cool. Absolutely. So, and now everyone that's getting upset that we're pontificating about race, I apologize. Just fast forward a little bit, but, but <laughs> this is, but I, this fascinated me for the longest time. I will say below, so you're going to say white uh, men, black men. Yes. I think just, all black men would still disagree and I, say white women I, are look, probably this above is them. totally, by the way. For cakewalks, for easy ride. Right. And Bert Kreischer and I have no basis for this. We have not yes. done any research other than sitting on his couch and drinking wine. So yeah. just so you know, that's, this is just my dumb observation. Now that I say this, I have a black man who's my boss at Travel Okay. Channel. So then there you go. I would go, so I'm going to go white male blackmail just because of the president and i think and i think the male shit covers male males connect quicker than absolutely because the power is is with the men hold on it's tough for men are we taking asians out of this game in america well i'm just going by like american stuff because no asians are in the game yeah because i would i would throw okay i'd throw white men black men asian men and then a woman. And then a woman. What? Well, everyone, everyone hired. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you want your shit done <laughs> right, you bring so an Asian racist. into the fucking mix. Oh my god, you're Is racist that, and sexist. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying oh, that I think terrible. that I think that like I, this is too hard of a game because there's too many fucking races. There's too many races. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Asians are there, but I think that Asian men are often looked at as not powerful. I will say that. Uh. I will say they're seen as smart. Yes, but sexless and not powerful. They're not this this medium that we're dealing with right now is probably created by Asian men. Absolutely, podcasting was I'm sh- anything. Absolutely, like like and I hope that doesn't sound racist that I'm saying Asians are smart. God damn it, you're so fucking scared to sound racist I these know, days. You I can't know. have an open, honest conversation about I know. not even hateful. Like we're not even saying like which one's the least fuckable. No, we're saying like which in in cakewalks of rides. I don't know. Let's change subjects. Okay, let's, let's get, do that. Let's yeah. go. Let's talk. In Hispanics. Yeah. We didn't even cover like Hispanic oh, people. I have such a fucking theory on that. I can't even get into it. <laughs> I fucking can't even get into it. I can't. I I literally, and I apologize, and only because I haven't fleshed it out, fleshed it out, fleshed it out. Same. It'll come up on stage one day. But I do have a theory about something, and I, and I just to half cock it on a podcast is not yeah, fair. To, it's yeah. not fair to anybody because God forbid anyone gets offended. And I apologize if anyone's offended about that. Why I sound like a fucking sniveling bitch? Sorry, don't mean to sound See? sexist. See, now you're <laughs> sexist again. <laughs> Look, the point is, here's the point, is that we all come from subjective backgrounds, and we all have different experiences of the world. You can't fault somebody for not knowing everything about everyone's fucking experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, as a, do you find it easier to get a job in Hollywood as a white woman? Because they always Mm, need to hire white women on shows, and you just close, like, two deals, right? Yeah. I would say being a white woman is way easier than being any other race woman. Because, yeah. But here's the problem with being a female is that they only call me in when they're like, we need a vagina on this project, as opposed to we would like somebody who's qualified. It's always yeah. like we need a token broad around here. Well, really? who doesn't suck bad enough? Well, Christina doesn't suck bad enough. Like it's that. It's always so that crazy. way. 
So I'm always like brought in when there needs to be a female. Really? Uh-huh. See, white, being a white man in Hollywood is fairly easy. Yeah, it's rad. You guys are... Super easy. But the downside is that there's more of you, I think. Being so a black dude in noticed, Hollywood is very difficult. That's the toughest, I yeah. think. Being a black... I, I think because you're competing... I mean, the scripts are all written by white men, predominantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The studios are greenlighting shit are white men, and, and I think that when they do write a black character, it's it's one type of black character. It's either Chris Tucker, oh, Martin Lawrence, yeah. Dave Chappelle, uh, you know, like Chris Rock. It's not... They're not... You know, the, it's sad that when you see the like the like jump the broom or jump the stick. Yeah, I kind of like those movies. Like so I like them too. Them. Belly is one of my favorite fucking movies. Yeah, I've I ever like seen. Tyler. I love Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> I like them all. I watch them all. I um I well oh oh I, I hold on. There's two things I'm dying to fucking talk to you about. Oh yeah, okay. Um, that I that I like that I was like I called. Him, I was like, oh, I'd love to you to come over. And then I was like, I was like, what if we're just gonna fucking sit and bullshit? But then I was like, I actually have questions. You know what's so funny is that we sound like two seventh grade girls. I was just thinking, whoever uh, listens to this is gonna hate us because no, we bounce no. around. Oh yeah, we're, we're like, definitely all over the map. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you guys don't like the editing because <laughs> it's not definitely happening here. Um, uh, how did you get? How did you get on Road Rules? I knew you were going to ask me about Road Rules. <laughs> you fucking love obsessed it. obsessed with that show. What? Okay. Fucking obsessed. I'll tell you Tom's everything. Tom's stock yeah. increased so much. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Shut never, up. We were driving to Give Brea. Me more alcohol. We were driving to Brea, saying. and he goes, he yeah. goes, I'm dating a chick. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, I thought you were gay. And you like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and he goes, no, I'm dating this chick. Uh, and he said your name, and I went, okay. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, cool. So we talked like, you know, like the next, here, wait, uh, you talk, I'm gonna, uh, you open the wine. I'll open the wine, okay. you talk, yeah. So he uh, says she's a comic and she's really funny and, and I really like her and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So then I don't really think anything of it. We'd like, and we, at the time we were working in Brea, like every. This is back when he was a feature, right? When Tom. Oh, he like still kind of is a feature a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> no, I think we were both features at that time. Like, yeah. I, was, I don't remember a time when you were a feature act. I feel like I... I was... I mean... I know you were. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was Sorry, a feature yeah, act yeah, one time. Um, and so... And so... We... Like, we're driving back and forth from Brea. Like, a lot. We used to do Tuesday shows in Brea. Are you going to get that out? There we go. <laughs> we used to do Tuesday shows in Brea because Dan was running Brea. And Dan would just loved... Oh, love he, he had... Dan had good taste in comedy. Dan and Frank did too. And they would bring us yeah. in as much as possible... And we worked a dickload, but we drove back and forth all the time together. And I think Tom was doing a show. And so, like, I'm hanging out with him for probably a year. And then he says, yeah, you know, she was on Road Rules. I've talked about yeah. fucking Road Rules and Real World and the <laughs> challenges a million fucking times to him. I remember slapping, like, punching my steering wheel going, how the fuck did you just tell me this right now? Oh, no. And then he goes, <clears throat> yeah, you, you know, which she was on this uh, the, when they went to uh, whatever in the Caribbean or Australia or wherever. You were with Piggy. And I was like, fucking I know exactly what you're talking about. You didn't her. He was like, yeah. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then and then and then I think when we met, I think I couldn't. We met in Hawaii. Yeah, we did it. That Pearl Harbor gig. Yeah. You and Tommy were doing July 4th there. Yeah. And yeah, and Road Road. I wish so- we had had a racist producer on that one. I. <laughs> Like no. Poor Russell Peters, man. I know, I know. I mean, we get. I know. We, we and go. He's, so good. he's fucking amazing, and he's a nice guy in the world. He just happened to be brown, yeah. and we're playing. We're playing. We're at war with brown people, and we <laughs> went to shoot. We went to go shoot guns. Do you remember? Russell goes. I don't feel like going. We're like, oh, you're gonna miss out. We get there. The first words out of the guy's mouth. If it's brown and it moves, kill it. 
And I was I like, oh, good thing Russell didn't show up with his brother Clayton. Oh, they would not yeah. have enjoyed that line. And then I'm like, oh, wait, we're putting him on stage from a bunch of guys that just got trained. If, it gets, if it's yeah. brown and it moves, kill it. And we were and so conservative. Remember, yeah. there was like language requirements and shit. Yeah, and that's when you so shaved Tommy's titties. Remember? It's funniest. I've never to this day. That's watching that. I laughed exactly that hard. I know. So how did you okay, get on? Okay, rules? so I'll tell you a story. So uh, I was living in San Francisco. I was in college. I was broke, and I I just come back from studying abroad for a year, right? And I was living in a fucking literally a closet because I was so poor. And I saw a flyer in the cafeteria that was like, come try out for the real world and road rules. And I was like, oh, I want to do that because I want to travel again. That so doesn't seem like you, by the way. Not at all, right? Like, you really don't seem like someone that would ever do that. Knowing you now, I know, how I know you, I'm I like, know. really? Okay. I know, but I wanted to get the fuck out of the closet that I was living in, and yeah. I wanted to see the world, and I was a fucking poor student. So I just went to the casting call, like an open call, and then... You know what the process is. They keep calling you back and calling you back. And then um, this is the one thing I did that I fucking am so embarrassed about. But um, (laughs) so they have a a psychologist break you down, basically. And they they write like a Bible on you. It's called the show Bible about your your psychological makeup. And that's how they cast you. So Piggy, for instance, was the lunatic, you know, shit mixer. So she they, they predicted she would start fights. And then, yeah, and then they Susie. They fucking get a, they get like an FBI profiler in there. That no, goes, it's not. Like, but I that kind of person, that. but that kind of person that goes, that goes, this <laughs> yes, guy, they have a this guy's gay. He's, yes. It's going to be an underlying thumb. Yes. He's going to come out. I can guarantee Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Shut the fuck up. So they up. have a psychologist come in. And, and his name f- was David, by the way. <laughs> Seattle. Did you know that I made out with that guy? You made out with that guy? He's, he, he's the one that slapped he's the girl not, in the face. Yeah. Yeah, he's no, 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 David. No, yeah, no. David was a black guy. Yeah, who slapped Sorry. the girl in the face? Sorry, I made out with the uh, well, the guy that knocked his tap, but knocked his tooth out. I don't think he did. Wait, that the one. guy that was What's Boston and fell in love with the producer, and he was like, "This is so real. Yeah. If they want realness, <laughs> this is the realest thing and, they could get." And do you want to know the the weird thing? That girl is the one that brought me on the show. She championed me, so she that cast producer? me, Kira. Just for the record, if you're any real world road rules person listening to this, and you want to be on this <laughs> podcast, it's a fucking it's a green light. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hit me up on Twitter. I will bring you in. <laughs> Fucking. So so I kind of sensed that that was happening because they ask you really deep questions about your family, your background, you know, and how does this make you feel? So anyway, it's, it's the last interview. And this is this is so fucked up, by the way. They give you a contract that's about an inch thick. And you're at the offices of Buna Murray. And they're like, oh, uh, sign these. And I'm like, oh, well, can I have an attorney look at it? And they're like, well, I mean, your interview's in an hour. So you better, you know, sign this before your final interview. Shut Otherwise, up. you can't get on the show. So I realized they kind of fucked you. They kind of bamboozle you a little bit because yeah. you're 20 and you just want to be on the show. So anyway, I go in there and the psychologist is there. And she's asking me all these really sad questions about my shitty family life and my background. And I'm like, oh, they want me to cry. Oh, and I up. knew they wanted me to cry. Shut up. So I was like, okay. So they, she comes out and then another person comes in and starts like interrogating me. Like, you know, how did I make Are you, you Is feel? this on camera? This is part of it's on the casting special. So if you watch the casting special for my season, there's a part where I talk about like my sister who was on drugs and this and that. And that's right before I cry. I forced myself to cry because I knew I had to cry it's to get on the so show. Fucking funny how your brain. I'm such an how, asshole. That ultimately, all reality television is that way because yeah. because 
when I did Last Comic Standing two, you did that. Yeah, I, did I didn't the, know I did that. the audition. And I did. I got to the next level. I talked to Heffron about it on on this podcast. Shut your mouth. I got I to the next level, that. and then I got to the semifinals, and then and and but you do your interview, and you can almost yeah. feel the way they're directing you, mm-hmm. and they're like, "So you're." So you're recently married? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, your wife's pregnant? And I'm like, yeah. And then you, and then they're silent and you're like, and, and I really need this because right. I got a kid on the way. <laughs> like, I mean, this is really big to me. You know, this would be, because then you start, right. you start pre-thinking what the people watching it are do are going right. to want to see. Package. You're I'm packaging about your myself for them. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm just a lonely kid. Uh, you know, I right. mean, I'm a hardworking guy. I mean, look at me. I look like every other American. Tim Allen, maybe, right? Right. Ellen? <laughs> So, but you start prepackaging yourself. So then you yes. get on. You get on. Do they call you and tell you how did you find out you're on it? So yeah. So I kind of prepackaged myself too because I was like, I'm a philosophy student. Yes. Oh, and I was so I'm brooding. I got yeah. that Eastern European yeah. features. So dark, and I was chain smoking, and I had this yeah. troubled boyfriend. You know, like my love life is troubled, and this and that. My family life is troubled. I'd love to read the bio package of oh, the guy that had I, the tiger tattooed on his chest. That's Chadwick. Do you know Chadwick. I just saw him in my neighborhood? He lives in my neighborhood Shut now. Up. I know, and I haven't spoke. He doesn't like me because one time on the show, they didn't show this, but one time I was talking shit about him to Susie and Piggy because he wanted to be an actor, and I was such a dick. I was like, I was so mean. I was like, Chadwick's too short, and he's not good, and I just... I was <laughs> Clearly just, you didn't know anything about fucking Hollywood. Fucking <laughs> actor short as shit. I know. I know. And I just was talking shit about him, and he fucking heard me. And I never forget this. This is the one time I felt really bad about talking shit about somebody. And he came up behind me and he's like, you know, Christina, I was in the bathroom and I could hear every word you said. <laughs> and ever since then, we were not friends. And he has hated Chadwick. me. No, he has hated me since 1998 or whatever. Anyway, I think he lives in my neighborhood because I saw him come out of Trader Joe's. And I was like, oh, no, dude, he lives in my fucking neighborhood. I'm going to have to see him. Now. So wait, so wait. Okay, so. So how do you find out that you get on? Okay, so what they do is they they send camera crews out to follow you throughout your casting, pretty much. Uh-huh. So like, I had to go to a Hungarian restaurant with my mom and my stepdad. Oh my god! And the oh camera my god. crew. And my oh, mother. I'm fucking cringing for you right <laughs> now. <laughs> the worst. And my mom is not camera. Obviously, your parents are not camera savvy so they just shut down like they yeah. were just like oh, i don't know what to say what do you want me to say i don't understand this is what the fuck is this and it was just terrible but they they followed me and i lived in san francisco at the time and they came over and the roommates and i were sitting around chain smoking and getting drunk and then i get the phone call from casting and and, and they're there and the camera crew's there filming all of that as part uh, of your package okay, to introduce yeah. you and then it's like they tell you get the show and then I was like, oh, my God, I got it. And then all my roommates are like, yay. And then we all high five. And it's the beginning of this, like, great adventure. So now, okay. Yeah. No, so- and it was a great adventure. I will say that I'm proud of my time on Road Rules because this is before Mary Ellis Bunham died. And, do you know, Mary, it's Bunham and Mary I, I, the company. Yeah, I took a job with them just because I was obsessed with the fucking shows. You should have tried out. Why didn't you try out? Uh, it didn't seem achievable to us when we were in college. Like, it just didn't seem like something you could ever do. Like, how are they going to find a kid in Tallahassee? Okay, Mr. Greatest Party Guy. I know. Well, now, in now, America, now I look back and I'm like, I definitely could have done you that. Sh- you could have been the star. But yeah, but, but like I could never have. I, I don't know. And I would have. Let me tell you something. I would have been the fucking puck. I would have been the yeah. fucking guy that went off the. Because at that age, I had no filter. And I thought whatever <laughs> I said was fucking coming from an informed place. Right. And I had some really uninformed opinions. All of, But all of us do. Yeah. I and can't s- even watch those fucking episodes. So wait, where did you go? Where did you go? Oh, no, I'm, no, yeah, Mary Ellis Burnham. Okay, Burnham. so the point of the story is the reason, my theory is the reason the shows, I think, have gone downhill casting. I can't wise, watch them now. 
Uh, well, yeah. I'm also 40. Well, they're <laughs> well that too, yeah. yeah. But the, the castings, they're all just superficial, hot dopes who hook up on the first minute being in the house. Or... Well, there was an experiment. Uh, there was an experiment, a social experiment going on. I remember hearing one of the dudes saying, uh, one of the guys, Boone, Boone Murray? Yeah, so it's Marielle's Bunum and John Murray. John Murray. I remember yeah. John Murray saying, I am weaving a tapestry of humanity for, <clears throat> for society to look at. And I was like, I don't think so. I was so. like, I don't think that's what it is. But now that I look no. back, I can see the nobility of what he was trying to do. Well, he was trying to make money, number one. But at yeah. the same time, he was also, he was like, now the casting's like, she's hot, she's hot, 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 she's hot, hot Asian, dumb. she's hot, uh-huh. black, he's hot, black, <laughs> he's hot, Asian. All right, we'll get him all there. But so my Can you guys get on a cycle of steroids real quick? Because <laughs> everyone's fucking shredded oh. on that show now. I mean, when I was on there, I was... Not that I've ever watched just, it recently. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like that. But my, my theory is because Mary Ellis was this wonderful woman who came from a soap opera background. Mm-hmm. And so she really had a knack for picking people that had wonderfully... Com- like complicated personalities and backstories. And she really did because I'll tell you what, yeah. every I mean I probably watched up into Las Vegas. That's and that's my theory that that's when the show turned and she yeah. passed away yeah. right before that. And then John Murray cast everything since and I think his touch brought something different. I will definitely it. question different. his casting cuz he cast me once and I was like, <laughs> "Wrong guy." What did you do? I did a I did a I did a fucking I, I should have. I should definitely Theo, have Theo and Brett Ernst on oh to talk about God. this. It was me, Theo, and Brett Ernst. Theo Vaughn. Yes, why not? Theo, who I became, who I literally. Do you have, do you have any idea how hard it was to? I did a show with him and <laughs> Amy Schumer and Donnell Rollins and Red Grant and Kyle Cease on Comedy Central called. I'm leaving people out. I know, but on uh, called Reality Bites Back. Oh, Theo's, I remember that. Yeah, it was one of the funniest things I've yes. ever done in my entire life. Was my exit from that show. Where I got naked, did a backspin, and dry humped Michael Ian Black. <laughs> so, it's, you can't find it online. I know I have it on one of my computers. I just don't know where it is. So, but he's on the set, and I don't know him. I've never met him, but I watched all the fucking episodes. And I had to bite my tongue until the moment where I got drunk around him one night. We're in a house, and I was like, <laughs> so, Theo, I'm a big fan of yours. And he was like, he was like, well, I'm a big fan of yours. And I was like, for what? And he's like, your stand-up. I go, oh, yeah, oh my God. What? what? <laughs> I was like, I literally told him. I said, that I fucking love this I'm so sorry that we're. Go- I'm pouring out about real world road rules, but I was obsessed. Well, so was I before. I was honestly like, because I, I got to meet the real worlders the first few yeah. seasons, and I nerded out hard on like Norm. Remember Gay Norm, the first yeah. person on TV. Yeah, and I, and Puck was on one of the challenges I did. I, I nerded out meeting Puck. So I nerded out so meeting Puck know. too. Yeah, okay. Okay, like Puck right. came to one of my shows one night, and I was like, "Fucking Puck!" Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, man, I run a dispensary now. If you want to yeah. get high, he's and I crazier was like, than cat shit. So. He's fucking." But I was like, "I'll get weird with that guy." Yeah, like, uh, but I met Kit. Uh huh. Kit. Uh huh. Yeah. Interviewed me for American Journal right after I became the number one party animal. I mean, it was the biggest fucking shit. She comes down. I'm number one party animal, and they start sending film crews to meet me. And she comes down, and everyone's like, "It's fucking Kit." Aww. She hooked up with Scott or whatever that guy's name is, who's an SAE <laughs> at Florida. Um, but now here, okay, so that's all I'm going to do about road rules because <laughs> here's the most fascinating thing. Yeah. The vast majority of those people fail in every aspect of their mm-hmm. life. I, know. I don't know that. Let me rephrase that. The vast majority of those people fail in the entertainment business. Yeah, I, w- I would rephrase that because not everybody Wants from to be, those yeah. shows wanted to go. In, and actually, the people from my cast ended up living pretty great lives. Really? Yeah. What's Piggy doing? Okay. 
I was going to say all except. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we saw that coming. When she, when she jumped off that waterfall. Let me tell you oh something. <laughs> Is that not, I, I act like I'm fucking just watching oh yesterday. My God. I, I was obsessed. I watched. I barely remember that. I did it. <laughs> I can't help it. What other shit do you remember? Because um, I don't even remember that shit. I remember. Wasn't there like a Puerto Rican kid on your on your thing? I made out with the Puerto Rican Didn't kid. Didn't he get kicked off for hitting someone? No, Oscar. Okay, so I Oscar. made out with Oscar after the camera stopped rolling. But, like, I was smart because I was like, I'm going to fucking hook up with this Puerto Rican kid. But I waited until the last day of shooting at the rap party. And then I was like, let's hook up. So Oscar was on the cast before me, like Islands. And he had then, like a, a weak goatee. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, he was so oh, so gross. Yeah, thumb he hurt rings. his foot on the boat. So- <laughs> god damn it! How do I fucking remember this? I'm embarrassed for myself I'm right now. For you. I can't help it. I, I don't even know. I hooked up with him. I didn't even watch his season. I I'm dying for oh the day god. that Susie comes in town and you guys invite uh, me over and I get to meet Susie. Um, I just texted with her today. She's coming to DC to hang out with me when I do the DC. Oh, she- no problem. Uh, Susie, just for the record, you have an open invite to my DC improv shows, and my shows are fucking completely sold out pre-sale. I hate you. I will fucking definitely <laughs> find a two-top if you can bring Oscar. <laughs> you know what? She probably would interview you because she has a podcast now. What does she do? Um, she just interviews people, like famous people. So wait, let's go back. Okay, so sorry, everyone right. fails. So Except pretty for much, you, in, in the right, entertainment right. business, Kit blew the fuck up. She did great. Let's just let's just. What point did she do? Well, she... Uh, Kit, I love you. I haven't talked to you in fucking 20 years. You probably don't remember who I am even. But to be fair, she married the guy who is in, runs ESPN. Oh, wow. And so she works on ESPN. So it's not like I mean, it's not like she trailblazed. She got off uh, cold pizza and, and her husband runs ESPN and always has. Don't you? So, I always admire people that marry well. Like I married fucking, I married for so love. poorly. So- <laughs> I'm married for fucking love. So did I. And I'm like, I love Tommy more than anything, but I'm like, why couldn't I fall in love with an executive yeah. at like Comedy like, Central fuck. or HBO? Yeah. I, I, I think of that. You hear That's the stories so of people stupid. who start dating executives and blow the fuck up. And yeah. you're like, why the fuck? Like, I mean, it's very common. And I think she's talked about it and I'll say it out loud. I don't know the woman, but like mm-hmm. everyone said that Chelsea dated that dude. That's yes. why she got so many opportunities. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You still yeah. got to fuck him. You still gotta have their dick inside right. of you. Like you can't. There's no <laughs> amount of money that is gonna get me to fuck someone I, to live with someone for like four. She dated it for like four years, right? I know. But he's a good looking dude, so I could probably stomach. I don't know why am I talking about fucking a dude, but I'm saying like, right? Like, I couldn't go gay for a TV show. I'd go gay for you. Want to go gay for a, like no. a really? What about a network show? Like the, like, the Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Give me the dude before you fucking throw this out there. Okay, okay. Who's on 60 Minutes still? Like, which one of the living... Uh, Anderson Cooper. He's not on 60 Minutes. Yeah, he is. He's on 60 Minutes. Of course. Well, the whole cast is Who do you think is doing news these days? Anderson Cooper's like the only one really interested (laughs) in doing news. Him and the fucking... The the guy that... Who's the guy that looks like a bulldog and he's got like droopy dog, red eyes? He's dead. Andy Rooney? No, he's still on there. We just watched him. No, he's dead. No, he's dead. Andy, you saw a rerun. It was part of the History Channel. It's Andy Rooney, and he's dead. You have to blow Andy Rooney for a year and let him butt fuck you. But you get the number one sitcom. It goes into syndication, and you make like millions, like Whitney Cummings. Fuck you, money. Wait, how much money is Whitney? She's making a lot right now with Two Broke Girls and her sitcom. Yeah, she's doing real well. You know what? I always mix her up with other people. Like when it comes to success, I always think she's someone else. Like I always think I know Whitney very well. I don't I I don't, I don't think of her 
Right. When I think of the writer of Two Broke Girls, I think I I think I always she think it's Chelsea. It. She like I think she was a consultant, but whatever. She's making bank off of it. So, but but don't no, don't I couldn't do it. Don't shirk it. I couldn't do it. Only for one year, you have to blow Andy Rooney. Andy let him fuck me in the no. And you have to listen to him pontificate on like, what's the deal with cell phones? Do I really need an iPhone five when the four works? Why fine? do you always put your face in the pillow? How <laughs> come? Why won't you look me in the eyes? Andy, it's just awkward. Why won't you lay on your back on my stomach and let me do it that way and play with your breasts? No, I I would not. I definitely Why? wouldn't. But he would just have to fuck you. You wouldn't have to. Uh, uh, for the record. Uh, if you said it the other way, like, I could fuck him and get the thing, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Why? Why is that? Why? Because I'm not going to be, we're not, this is a moot point because it's never going to happen. This could happen. No, it Bert. couldn't. It couldn't. So wait, let's go back to, we let's go back to. We could his body and make it happen. Let's go back to why. Yeah. We've, uh, let's backtrack. We fell in love for love. Chelsea Handler. Um, I know. That fucking, yeah. I know. Well, we can talk we about can that. We can talk about that but I want to. I want to talk about, I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, right now. Anyone who's a Chelsea Handler fan, their, fan has got their finger on their Twitter button. Like uh, Chelsea, they're talking shit about you. We're not though. No, I'm it's not, not about her. her. I always wanted to have sex with her. She's gorgeous. I think she's really pretty. I think she's funny too. And I, I think that she's, I think that she serves a great purpose for girls that age. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. kind of took the word, like, like she, she took the slut shaming out. Of society. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of being. She really like, did. That's really yes. a, a, a neat way to put that, is she did. A neat way. Well, I didn't. I never looked at it that way. I just. I really didn't look but at that, it that way. But that's what she's doing is subverting that whole thing of like, fuck you. I'm not a whore. I just do this. This is normal for me. Why can guys do this and I can't? Yeah. So I do value that. Uh, are you farting or no, no, burping? No, no, no. I'm just sitting up. Sweet. But your experience on the show is not positive. <laughs> can I tell to say you? The least. Well, I've been fired a lot. Okay. Like, I had 22 jobs in between the time I started college and the time I became a comedian full time. Like I got fired from or quit from at least 22 jobs and I got fired from Chelsea lately. And it was like, that was the one I cared about. Well, it's such, I mean, it's such like a, it's such a stamp. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's because there are all these comics that are touring now that, that I don't think we're even fe- featuring at the time they got the job. That are yeah. now headlining clubs well, and selling yeah. out, and 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 I would venture to say doing prospering, prospering yeah. insanely. Oh, and it helps the show. The show is wonderful in that she's gracious enough to put on comedians and like give them a platform. Yeah, and like I, I'm so thankful for. The I time think she I gets had. it. I think she genuinely gets it. Where she's like, she's like, why not put a bunch of funny people on yeah. that I can break their balls, I can fuck with them, I can right. do whatever I want because they're all comics. We all the same sensibility. And I think they're all the... But, okay, so so here's what happened with me. So I was on that show for, like, a year just doing the roundtable. And then um, a writing job opened up because Jen Kirkman left to go write sitcom. And, I'm dying. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was. Let me say previously, I was dying to get Jen Kirkman on the oh, show. She won't do it? She'll no, she will. She, her schedule is worse than mine. And so... And so now I kind of I was like, well, you know what? If it ever happens, it happens. But like, I, I don't. I feel fucking weird hounding someone, that you know, yeah. like looking at schedules and like going, hey man, I still like after three emails, I'm like, it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like I, I like I like I emailed uh, Marin and was like, hey. yeah. I was like, hey man, he's I'd trying love to come to on ours too, but he's yeah. so busy with his. He's show. busy he as can't. shit. He gave me like three days. I can do February 22nd, February 27th, and I was like, uh, if if I'm in town, I'll do it. My schedule is so fucked. But Jen Kirkman and I had a hardcore 
back when no one knew what podcasts were, Jen Kirkman and I had a fucking hardcore drama, like what? Biggie Tupac drama. Why? I'm making it sound much bigger than it is, but it, only because she won it. But <laughs> Do you think she, really she won it? She or really just, did. Well, what happened? Uh, it was fucking so long ago. Jen Kirkman, I think, is hilarious. I think she's awesome. I think Ari and I talked about her. But uh, I, I was on a thing. It's it's, it's so fucking long. And, and point. But what I'll say is I said something about her on a podcast that I didn't think I said it one way, but she definitely heard it that way. Oh. And so I... And so I, but I don't even, I didn't really even pay attention to the fact that I said it. And then I go to listen to that podcast when I'm coming back from South Africa. I go to listen to it and Jen Kirkman's on there and I liked her. I thought she was funny. And I meant, I thought that I said that on the podcast, but maybe I didn't. But I go to listen to her and I'm on a flight from South Africa to LA. Mm -hmm. And first takeoff, we're taking off and I hear her go and fuck Burt Kreischer. Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck does he think he is? He's going to tell me I can't work Iowa? Fucking let me tell you something. And I was like, and I started getting angry. And I was like, motherfucker, but I can't talk to anyone. I want to go to plane for the next 33 hours. And I stewed for 33 hours. Halfway through the flight, not halfway, probably like an hour and a half in, two hours in. I was like, you know what? She's right. Whatever she heard, is what she heard. I don't know what I said. I don't know how I said it, but that's how it affected her. And so I wrote her an email and said, I'm, I genuinely apologize. I did not mean to say that about you. I didn't think I spoke poorly about you. Um, but whatever you heard was what you heard. And then she never replied. Hold on. She never replied for like six months. And then out of the blue one day, she goes, I've been meaning to reply to you for six months. Your email was very sweet. I sincerely, uh, I sometimes I get upset when I and I you know it was it was very like very kind and everything but she definitely won because I wrote this like heartfelt email and she and I thought she just didn't give a fuck so for six months but then at the end it's like no one wins in drama but uh, no. but I, I emailed her a couple times and, and and I was like you know I'd love to talk to you I, I think she's funny as shit and, but yeah, it's Jen's great yeah like, she's great I think she's fucking but, hilarious but don't you find too at least the longer I'm in this business, I find it very hard to criticize other comics. Uh, I did. I did. I do now. I didn't when I was young. Right. You don't when you're in your 20s. And then you're I used in to your talk 30s. shit about the alternative comedy scene. And then until I went into that room and I was like, oh, this is cool as shit. It is cool. It's their own thing. But uh, but also you just go, dude, if you're making money in showbiz. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. We're all just trying to stack I our used checks. To, I, used to like, judge my, I used to judge myself based on what other like people made. Like, right. like, oh, he sold out. How come I don't sell? Like, but it's not about them. It's about me. It's a, there's right. no, uh, you know, I'm the only person in my race and my race is all like, it's just my family and my right. kids and like, that's yes. It. And this world, your small universe, yeah, my small, tiny, like I remember saying to Ari, I w- eh, it's fucking pointless, but let's go Wait, back to Chelsea. Can I, okay. So I want to and it's funny in hindsight, uh, at the time, when you get fired, it's very traumatic. And especially when it's a, a show business firing, at least in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, everybody's going to know. This is so embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but it was actually cool. The day I got fired, I'm I'm friends with, uh, you know, Roseanne Barr and her Wait, daughters. Hold, on hold, yeah. on, hold on. Jen Kirkman leaves to go right on sitcoms. Right. So then I, I – sorry. Yeah, I forgot that bit. So I'm, I'm a roundtable regular and then – you know, I, I become a writer. I fill in for Jen. I take Jen's spot. In retrospect, tell me right now, just yes or no. Okay. Would you trade your experience of writing on Chelsea for just staying around to table regularly? Yes. Okay. I should have done that. And here's okay. why. My instinct at the time went, don't become a writer. Because I was a writer for many years for yeah. animation, for ri- films and shit. And I, I was sick of being a writer. But the other part of me was going, 
we live in downtown LA and you know the place I was living at at the time. Tom would be like, come pick me up. And I'd be like, yeah, will you be downstairs waiting for me? He was like, I'm not waiting down there. And I was like, I don't want to fucking wait down there. Right. So you saw where we were at and I was like, I just, I should just do this. Maybe it'll be different. Maybe I'll enjoy it this time. And in retrospect, now I look back and I was like, my ego didn't want me to write for some other girl. Honestly, and if I'm being fucking honest here, yeah. I could blame her and be like, look at Chelsea Handler didn't like. Yeah. It's nothing about Chelsea. It's not about her. It's not about anybody else. It really was, at the end of the day, me not listening to my voice that went, your ego is too big to write jokes for another person. Take your jokes, get your ass on the road, and become a headliner and don't look back. And I made a fucking very... bad detour for me, you know? Yeah. But it ended up being one of the best things that ever happened. Because every day I was resentful writing jokes for somebody else. I didn't like it. When I got fired, I went, well, what? Now, what am I going to do now? I'll just go on the road. And ended up being like the best thing that I ever did. Yeah. I remember I remember when you got the job. <laughs> yeah. I remember the look in Tom's eyes like, she's going to beat me to the top? No! Like, <laughs> terrible! He, no, but he didn't say. A no, lot of people was, project that. But I don't think he was like that at all. I don't all. think he was like that. I think he was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he was, Let her get a job where she stays here. I'll get her <laughs> pregnant, and then I can do the road. <laughs> I hate you. You're the worst. So now, so so, how do they fire you? Oh, this is the best. So this is the showbiz firing. This is the ultimate. So I do the roundtable, and it, I had a they great. Fired you after the roundtable, no, it gets better. So this is a Thursday. I'm doing the roundtable, and I did a I did well enough that the executives were walking through the building, and they were like, "Oh, Christina, we're." so happy you're here you're just doing a great job what a wonderful taping you had and i'm like wow i'm a fucking gangster like i got this show like i'm yeah i'm on top of the world so uh the next morning i come in and nobody's in the office it's just it's just empty and normally there's people filing in and you know we have our writers meeting and and i go to my desk and the executive producer is like christina could you come in here and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the irony is the day before, I was talking to my friend Chris Frangiola, who's on the show, and he was telling me about this other guy that had gotten fired at Chelsea. And um, and how, I forget the, what the, the conversation was, but I, we were laughing about it. So it was kind of in my head as a subconscious, like, wouldn't that be really funny and ironic if I happened to get fired? <laughs> and sure enough, the guy is like, yeah, we have to let you go for whatever bullshit reasons they give me. It, what you're, is it the moment where your ears go cold, your eyes go cold, you stop hearing things and everything, yeah. starts, everything just <laughs> no. starts going, wah, no, it, was, <laughs> it was even worse than that, Bert. Because I just had this conversation with Chris, I'm thinking, this is a fucking joke, right? And I say it. I go, nah, Just like that. I go, nah. And he goes, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. I go, no, are you being seriously? <laughs> guys, oh, you guys yeah. are good. You guys are good. I'm going to be at my desk. And then I come back in. You're like, guys, let go of it. Jesus. It's been six months. These guys really, they put a restraining order on me. These guys are serious about their jokes. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't believe it. It's, the Shut guy had to tell me. Fuck up. He had to tell me three or that four dude, times. That dude, by the way, that dude, <laughs> his kids went to the same school as my kids i think i know yes i think yeah. you're right yeah yeah that I, <laughs> I i don't know that guy's name i never even met him but his wife kept saying i gotta get my husband to leanne i gotta get my husband to get your husband on chelsea right and so then i one time was like i said to Schuler, i think i was like i was like hey man um like they're 
they bring it up to Leanne all the time. I could totally get on that show. And he called back. He was like, you can't. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, you can't. Yeah, Don't worry. They're not then he goes, never call again. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Well, so. because it's only – comics get really upset about that. And it's not that it's you're not, not there's no There's no – what – there's no, it's, 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 it's it's chemistry it's like it's it's, she, it's it, not even that buddy it's the that? e-demographic because oh, it's yeah. primarily women that are watching so like burt kreischer who appeals who? to frat boys or whoever yeah. dudes is not i've going been a to. dude around women my whole life 90 percent <laughs> of them don't want to fuck me <laughs> i'm gonna say 95 don't want to watch me on tv so yeah yeah right. i get it's it you know who likes your... me 13 year old boys right they fucking think i hung the moon and right. i'm cool with it because you know what all my heroes in life were established when I was a 13-year-old boy. And there you go. Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Bill fucking Bill Murray. I want to have the dudes from The Chive on this podcast. You ever follow The Chive? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking The Chive rocks. It is, it's is—it's my favorite site. And it's just 13-year-old boy shit. Oh, but I'm 40 years it. old and I dig it. I want to have those guys from The Chive on. But so – so yes, I totally get it. And, I, and that's yeah. – you know, it's like don't get – you can't get hung up on that. But getting fired is tough. You know what I, I do? You know what oh, I do? It's the worst thing ever. Honestly. I hang my hat on. I've never been fired from a TV show. Not going. Well, I've had shows canceled. Yeah, it's the same thing. Technically, mm, I, I guess yes, it is. Yes, I've had all my shows canceled. Right. Every show I've ever had has been canceled. Yeah. Well, hey, me too. Best advice I ever Long got in my life. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. And I hate that this guy's pretty cool. I hate that that I'm including him in it, but it's I, it's the truth. The day my first TV show was the X Show. And uh, it was like on FX and That's the show that I got canceled too. I was in the lead-in show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 or no. Hurt that was Bert, Herbert. Herbert. That was Herbert. Yeah, sorry. You are on the Hitchhiker Diaries? Yeah, and that show got canceled. Yeah. I remember I was like, Herbert oh. got canceled. I almost died for that show. Yeah. But <laughs> X show was before that. It was one that got me Herbert. And it was I was on it for like a year. I was a host. I'm going to have the dudes, the people that I was on. They're my co-hosts. I'm going to have them on the podcast. We're going to do a podcast together. And we're going to have John Moore, who's my other buddy that produces yes. Joe Schmo. Yes. I'm going to have him write segments for us, just like old school. And we're going to do them and see if we got better. So, That's so awesome. Wait, so um, I got canceled. And I was hard, I was devastated. Cause this is my family. I moved out to LA. I knew no one but these people that worked on the show. I drank with these people every night. I dated these people. I fucked these people. That's all I did was this is who these are the people that I, these are my life. And I got canceled. I was devastated. Mark Cronin, to his credit, um, noticed that and pulled me into his office. I don't even know if he'll remember this. I, I, but this is one of my Mark Cronin now is a mega mega Huge. mega millionaire. I know he created celebrity on VH1. Yes, he sits me in his office. He pours me. I think he was like a Scotch drinker or a whiskey drinker. He pours me a whiskey, and he we both drink it. And he says, "Can I give you some advice?" He goes, "I'm going to tell you two things. Can I give you some advice? Number one, every show you'll ever work on will get canceled. No show yes. doesn't get canceled. Everyone gets canceled. It's part of this business, and you got to get over this." He goes, "What I suggest you do is you have one more drink with me." You get in your car, you drive over, and you go f- see the movie Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> I love that. And I Daddy, said, do you want some sausage? He goes, I love that movie. Go, really? And he goes, yep. And you watch that and go, well, at least this isn't my career. <laughs> and I went, all right. So I didn't know any better. I go, watch Freddy Got Fingered is so fucking bad that I'm like, yeah, there's one thank good. God this isn't me. <laughs> thank God I fucking d- dodged this bullet. I just got fired from FX. No one has ever seen this. He goes, right. you're anonymous. Enjoy it. Keep working. You're going to work the rest of your life. Yeah. Stick with your stand. He was a fucking – Martin Cronin was a great dude to work for. He ended up producing Hurt Burt. Oh, is that right? He produced Hurt Burt. I'm in the – I'm friends with Chris Abrego who's like BFF with well, – I think they started 51 Minds. They did together. And Abrego did the Hitchhiker show that I was on. Yeah. Your lead in thing. That's so interesting. Yeah. Those two guys I are doing really why, well. Do you, ever, do you ever 
this is going to sound really shitty what I'm about to say, but you okay. ever wonder why those our super rich friends don't hook us up? <laughs> I know. Like, like why? Like, why doesn't Cronin pull me in for a <laughs> long know. meeting and figure out what the <laughs> fuck my specialty? He's been seeing me on TV for fucking 15 years. Like, why can't he just figure out my shit? He can make fucking Brett Michaels have a comeback, <laughs> but me? Like, what the fuck, Cronin? Like, you're smarter than everybody. You worked <laughs> with everybody. Fucking make it happen. <laughs> I know, right? Like, but you're but you're already hosting your reality. I'm, I'm very happy with, do. with doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm fucking God, yeah. Oh, there's, um, but like you just look at those friends like that. So wait, so you get fired from Chelsea and Roseanne calls you? No. So what happens is you grew up with Roseanne, right? With her, with her children, with yeah. her daughters, yeah. And I, that family is like, I, I think so wonderful. And and do like, you, you talk about that at all? A like, little here and there. I try not. I haven't for many years, just because I didn't want to like, I don't know. I'm very protective of them, and I didn't want it to. I didn't want it. I don't want them to be any more exploited. I feel like that family's gone through a lot of it's shit. It's weird how that works. Yeah. That, how you, you get protective of people and then yeah. you're like, like, yeah, some dude. Nah, well, going. because they've been through. So it's like that yeah. they've been through a lot. So Jenny is my friend. And um, so she's been around the business her whole life. And I go she over do there. Now? Does she work in the business still? Um, No, she she lives in Hawaii and um, she has goats and she like farms um, honey and stuff. And, like they live off the land from I, could, I can do that shit. So great. Yeah, I she's the so best life that. ever and I love her and I'm so sad that she lives there but but she was so great to me cuz I I went over there the day after it happened and her and her sister Jessica were there and I was like, "Dude, I uh, I just got fired from Chelsea lately." And they were like, "Well, congratulations. It's your first Hollywood firing." And we drank and like partied and I told them what had happened where I was like, "Yeah, they they complimented me the day before. They were like, "You're amazing." And Jenny was like, oh, yeah, that's what they do. They make you feel really good. And then they, they stab you in the back the next day. And I was like, oh, it was so nice to have people that got it. Because, like, yeah. you know, not not. it's just it's a very particular business. What happened to Roseanne? Why is she doing stand-up? She, was she so, is. She is? Dude, she's in Vegas again. What? She's parked in Vegas. Yeah. I, I don't know what venue, but uh, she's on Twitter. She, um, yeah, she's on Twitter. Follow her. I, uh, I, no, <laughs> I, think I, I think I saw people back and forthing with her. But, like. She's uh, around. She's, she's she doing it. She told a story on stage. God damn. She had a production company a long time ago. Yes. And one of a girl I hooked up with in college ran, was working for that production company. God, I don't remember the girl's name. And I, really? No. Uh, Amy. God, she was the best kisser. She was a really I good kisser. I cannot see you having anybody other than your wife as a lover it's so weird no i didn't have sex with her we just made out we were roommates at the time so anyway <laughs> god i can't remember her name and i'm sorry if you anyway it doesn't matter so um she i was working louis anderson used to do sunday nights at the comedy store and we'd all go and do louis show oh, it was fucking it so was, long ago when was this yeah this was right before he had his heart attack and then he had a heart attack and it ended oh. so but like all his old friends would everyone would come down i mean fucking chris rock andrew dice clay Fucking uh, Yakov Smirnoff. No, I'm kidding. But uh, but <laughs> right. literally Chris he's Rock. In, he's in Branson now. I know. Andrew Dice Clay and Roseanne one night. Yeah. So Roseanne goes on. She told the greatest story about trying to rip out Tom Arnold's hair plugs <laughs> you know, in a truck one night. And I was like, it was so vulnerable. The, the thing about those guys like Roseanne and Dice Ugh. and all those guys, they, they were funnier. They're... They, they got married to this persona that Americans sees them in, 
and and I don't know if I haven't seen any of them do stand up, so I don't know if this is accurate now. But it was definitely accurate that night. His dice was going up doing old dice, but backstage we were in stitches listening to him tell a story about taking his kids to the park that day and how they wanted to bring bikes. And he, it's all about the bikes, the bike. <laughs> but he's doing dice, right. but he's doing it about being a dad. And we were fucking floored. We're laughing so hard. And then Roseanne was telling a story about trying to rip Tom Arnold's airplugs out. And we're like, shut the fuck up. But don't you think, because she is who she is on and off stage, though. I don't she think is. that's a I think she told that story on stage, to be honest. Yeah, she's she's actually, I think, one of the most fucking brilliant comedic minds. Like, I, she's the gold standard for me for female comics. Oh, like, those guys. Well, I don't think I don't think there should be. I literally don't think there should be a separation with female and male Oh, comics. really, but crush uh, Yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely think. I don't either, but that's yeah. how the business likes to categorize us. Well, I, it has to. It's like Al Madrigal's old story of he booked Aspen one year, and he got so excited because he booked Aspen, and he shows up to the show, and it's like, red hot Latinos. And he's know. like, oh, wait. So I'm just but, that? But do they have to, like... I've always said that my my goal is that one day people don't go, oh, she's a female comic, like she's just a comic. And I don't know if that'll you're happen. Just a comic. No. I, I think you're a comic. I don't think of you as a female comic. I definitely don't think of Chelsea Handler as a female comic. I don't think of Jen Kirkman as a female comic. I don't think of I don't think female when it comes to comedians, and I think Twitter's changed that. I know Tom and I talked about this one time. Yeah. But like I think females are a million times funnier on Twitter than men. Yes, because it doesn't involve shouting over other people. Like, you have your audience. You have... Because women are not, like... I don't know. I'm speaking for all of us. But, for instance, on the round table, I remember you had to, like, fight to get your joke in. And women are just not naturally, like... We don't want to have to fight to be fucking hurt. It is a natural instinct for a dude to start talking over people. If you listen to the first 15 minutes of this podcast, (laughs) I guarantee you it's me going, wait, 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 wait. Right. Like, listen to my fucking monkey, like, like when Leanne does her impression of me, it's like, like, I'm a fucking, but yeah, it's, you're totally right. And it's a natural instinct for me to try to steal the conversation because as a man, I, in order, I wasn't a great looking man. So I needed to make people laugh, make people interested. It's like part of the thought, like as an attractive woman, there are very few, there are very few really ugly female comics. I don't know. I don't know. Are there? There's ugly. Yeah. There's, right now. there's very few ugly female comedians. Yeah, meaning like if you're ugly and you're a woman, you better be really fucking fat. Yeah, it's you better tough. be really ugly. You can't just be mediocre ugly. Like everyone's talked about Jen Kirkman, sexy, gorgeous. I think uh, she's very beautiful. Sexy. I had a dream I had sex with her the other night. Really? Yeah. Did you tell really. Leanne? No, but it, but can no. you tell Leanne those things or will she? She she won't care. She's she like, won't. who the fuck is Jen Kirkman? That's true. She'll be like, oh, okay. She doesn't care. <laughs> but it was it was a weird because we didn't have sex. Let me rephrase that. We did. We did, like, dream sex, you know, where, like, you touch someone's... Fo- I don't know. It's fucking weird. I wish I hadn't said that. Anyway, but, like, Chelsea Handler, <laughs> super sexy. Sarah Silverman, super sexy. Amy yes. Schumer, Nikki Glaser, yes. uh, Andy Smith. All these women are hot, in my opinion. They are. You! They're, they're right. all attractive. Think of the ugly female comedians. But wouldn't you say that that's... No, 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 but I, I, I hear what you're saying. There are... There have to be... I mean, I don't want to call anybody out as being ugly. Whitney Cummings, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, but everyone... it's showbiz, Bert. But then look at the male side of it. Are there any truly ugly male comics that are on uh, television? Me, your husband. Uh, Ari Shafir. <laughs> no. Brian Redman. No. Joey Diaz. <laughs> Fucking, th- we're talking about like standard. Like I standard. Think like, I I'm talking like gorgeous male comics. There's that dude that Dane does. Dane Cook's gorgeous. Dane Cook's a good looking dude. But it's almost an uphill battle for him because people look at him and go, that's why people don't want to see their comics lose weight. They don't want to see their comics lose weight they'd rather be see the fat lovable guy than the guy they want to fuck 
when Dane posts a picture of him with his shirt off on top of Runyon, people shit on him because he's not being funny. He's just being himself, right? But he yeah. is attractive. Yeah. You know, Bill Burr, God bless him. He has red hair. That is his saving grace <laughs> is that half the women don't want to fucking I do with know. red hair. And, and Bill will like, but I think Bill's an attractive dude, but it's like one of those things. He can be in shape, but he's always going to be like that. Yeah, but can I tell you something? I'm women, not a good looking guy. But, no, but, I, but women will overlook looks in, in, in exchange for an awesome personality. Women are way more forgiving than men. Yeah, no, right, right. So, like, think of, there's the one girl, I can't remember her name, but there's a girl. There's ugly female comics. I'm not going to call them out on this podcast. There are, but they but I'll they do it play, when we're done talking on They play air, but... ugly as their strength. Right, or awkward, like, I'm so, like, I'll tell you what, okay, who's that broad that's on that show where it's like, um, oh, Zoe Deschanel, right, she's supposed to be like, I'm just weird and ugly, and all she does is wear glasses, and she's gorgeous, she's like, she's like a hipster kid. There are, every ugly female comic that's working today does the, like, like, do you want to see this face? Yeah, and then does like a raggy, ragged water. Look at this fatness. Like they do this over the top thing where they look. Mona's like, barking. what the fuck? Um, but I don't know who's who are we talking about. I just don't know. I mean, I can't say their names. No, but, and I don't want to either. Yeah, but but, but the but majority of female female. comics do that too. Yeah, we do. I'm so fat and fucking retarded and everything. Su- but that's just comedy. You can't yeah. be perfect. Nobody wants a perfect. Look at Mona is freaking. She's so cute now. She looks like an Ewok. Mona, zip it. Oh. I'm shocked Leanne hasn't come out here. I know. I thought I thought we were going to interview her. Should we call her in the house? Yeah. I'll call her. Yeah, yeah, call her. Let's take her first caller. Fourth caller, please. Um, Dude, we've been on for like an hour and a half. Seriously? Yeah. I don't want to. I can't do this. Oh, fuck it. It's seriously? too long. It's too narcissistic. What do you mean? How long Dude, are your podcast? I did Allison Rosen's. Oh, I fucking love Allison Rosen. Isn't she the best? I would like to say, I would venture to say, in my her. opinion, I introduced, hang on. Everybody shut the fuck up. Where's the... Um, no, I love her. She's I would venture amazing. to say I introduced her to uh, the, what could be considered uh, our group of friends. What do you I, mean? I like... think I might have been the first person to do her show. What are you doing? No, you, and then you told her my name, and then she, but, but, I, but, I t- I, no, no, but no, 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 here's but the I, thing, she goes, this is so long, we have to break it up into two parts, and I was mortified, because I felt like I had talked No, but it was much. probably a great interview. Oh, shit, I'm calling my house. <laughs> I'm calling my house. And the phone is right here. Yeah, I didn't realize I was doing that. Oh, my husband just landed. I have to go. Hold on, let's bring Leanne in here for two seconds. He just landed. Can I go pee? Can we pause it? Hey, will you come into the man cave? You're going to have to give me some time. I'm parenting something right now. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, I'll be there soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. That sounds like some. Guessing it's Isla. Go pee. Yeah. I got to go pee. I'm going to hit it on pause. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit pause. Ready? Hold on one second. She's going to the bathroom. We're going to pick up in two seconds. All right. We're back. We just walked into my house and we're having parenting issues and that changed the focus of whatever we were talking about before. Oh, no, I have no are you idea. Talking about being ugly? I don't think no, you're ugly. No, I, I really wish I you wouldn't have said that. Thanks. The um uh, How many girls did you bang before Leanne? Like six, seven. That's like my number too. Yeah. Leanne's is not that bad. I, but don't you wish you kinda Leanne, I think Leanne was like like I don't even know, but I think it was definitely double digits, like 10, 15. <laughs> Wait, but don't you regret that? I kind of regret that I didn't, like, because I was so afraid no. of things. 
No, I don't regret it at all. Really? Yeah, because I because it's it's who I am. It's the That's reason. That's true. I don't it's think it's the I number one been. reason I that you'll never find me sexually harassing someone because I don't right. I don't go into a workplace and think everyone wants to fuck me. Like that's what you know. That's the dudes who sexually harass think that everyone wants to fuck them. I don't do that. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that I was so afraid of stuff. I kind of wish that I could, like, in my 36 year old brain now, like, go back. Because you imagine having your brain now uh, and your 20 year old body. Uh, how fucking awesome you would be. I'd, I'd be dead. I'm fucking. <laughs> I, I. But that's it. Defines who I am today, and it's why I don't cheat on my wife. It's why I don't. Of course. Like, but yeah. those those things that I wish I was more comfortable with. When I was 20 and I wish I could just go out and just slam a ton, a ton of pussy. Yeah. Like, and I never could. I never could and I never was comfortable with that. The Like, I was always shocked at like, I was, as a, as, as a younger man, I was shocked at how many people had sex with people they didn't know but were mm. really uncomfortable making new friends. Oh, like, that was like something that really kind of struck me odd is that like, these guys aren't cool with me meeting new people, but they'll fuck strangers. Like, they'll put their dick in something. But, like, I remember trying to bring a friend over, and they're like, fuck, what, what the fuck? Why has he got to be here? And you're like, well, can't you just hang out with him? And he's like, well, I don't fucking know him. I don't fucking know him. You don't bring him in. Like, come on, man. We got our group. We got our group. I'm like, but you fuck other people. You could be intimately naked with somebody, but right. you can't, like, make friends with somebody. It always blew me away. So, like, I, I think I think it d- defines who I am today. But I don't know. Me, but I mean... In a way, me too. What's Tom's I was number? Too nervous. I don't know. Do you know that he claims not to even know? He's such a fucking liar. He's such a liar pants, right? Because oh, he, the- may, he may not know if it's that <laughs> if it's high. He's such a liar, and yeah, and he's like, oh, I had sex with. He doesn't even remember like who he, he's done it with or names. I'm like, then- how do you not know the name? Like, because I've done it with so few people that I know people's names. I I know everything about them. I slip up on like, it's either six or eight because. There was a period of time where there was when I was trying to become more sexually adventurous, like in living in New York, I did have sex with like maybe maybe one or two. I'll name them right now. Uh, Not last names though. No, uh, Nicole, um, Alex. That's Kristen. a girl, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, <laughs> David, <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> Mark. Uh, there's this other girl that I don't remember her name. Um, but and then, do you not and remember, then Tammy. Do you don't remember her name because it was like a one nighter or whatever. No, I've never even done that. I've done that. Uh, and then I'm gonna say this girl from Liverpool. What? Then this other girl. Wow. And then Leanne, probably yeah, eight. Eight's my number. Girl from Liverpool, her tongue couldn't extend out of her mouth because it was because <laughs> she had that piece of skin that touched. You know, you yeah, know I know what you're about? talking about. I know you're so talking about. So the whole time, every time she kissed, it's just like, eh. uh, like, like imagine touching your tongue to your bottom teeth and then not letting the tip of your tongue go out of your mouth, so That's you just disgusting. like. Disgusting. That was fucking so gross, so gross. And we had been in a theme park the entire day, <laughs> and she'd been wearing jeans, and it was the summer in New York. Oh. The fuck, and then she was from Liverpool, so I don't think she really understood the so the, gamey down the, there. Yeah, the whole concept. Leanne Kreischer, go sit welcome. there. And, go sit there and grab a mic for two seconds. So it's right behind the pillow. Let me make sure that when you speak, it's being heard. Go ahead, speak. Hi. Okay. Yep. 
Is this your first appearance on the podcast? On yours, yes. <gasps> uh, wait, I'm Honestly. sorry. What other podcasts have you been on? Uh, your on mom's house. Pushes. What? When? Like back in the early days of your mom's house. Really? Over the Land Bands. Mm-hmm. Brought really? the kids over. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was drunk. Yes. <laughs> um, Not shocking. So we were talking about a uh, number of people we've had sex with. A number. What's your number? Never mind. <laughs> well, I think I already told your number. Oh, really? Well, well, yeah. well what was my number? 16. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, so it wasn't 16? That sounds great. Wait, was it more? Sweet 16. Sounds fantastic. Wait, is, was it more? Oh, I don't even want to fucking know. I don't even want to know. 16 it is. Oh, That's shut That's a good number. Fu- no, it sounds like a fucking, sounds like a lowball number I'm getting from her. It sounds like it was a... I hate that. How many women do you think Tom's had sex with? Four. No, Tom was a dog. Push is not a dog. Thank you. Do you know he won't even tell me, Leanne? He won't tell me his final number. He's like, I don't remember. I'm like, oh, it's so bad. Oh, no. That means bad things, right? Either batteries, it's been so few. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when, I remember when me, Tom, and Charlie were in the, on that raft in Hawaii and the two of you were talking like, Shut up. Oh, I vaguely remember that. I remember it I remember distinctly. I remember you guys connected so I quickly. I remember the rap, yeah. but I don't remember the talking. I remember the two that you connected so fucking quickly mm-hmm. when we were in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and Tom's like, this could be bad. <laughs> Why? Because fucking women commiserating about their shitty men. But we're not normal women. No. No, you're not. We don't do that, though. We're no. mostly boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. That's why you and I get along so well. Yes. I remember you guys had the phrase making brown. (laughs) We still do. Yeah. Yeah. Making brown. That's all we talk about on your mom's house. Yeah. You're like, you guys, uh, I got to make brown. I'll be right back. And And Bert and I came up with the phrase of making white. Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what that is, right? I hope you do. I know what else can you make that's white? It's whipped cream. We just go to our room and make whipped cream. Hey, look, I cut out the my eyeball. I made white. <laughs> oh, That's so funny. Tom just landed, and she's got to head down to the airport and go get him. Wait, Aww. do you guys remember Demberly? Uh, uh, yes. On that vacation. Um, hold on, and I only say this. I can only say this. This is free ground because I've talked to Russell about this. Okay. So Russell Peters brought a girl on vacation <laughs> named Kimberly that I think we did, – did you guys come up with a nickname? <laughs> I don't remember either. Her, but it was perfect. It was she was she was she was a girl that Russell would roll her eye, his eyes at a yeah, hundred times. Did. She was smoking fucking hot. Yeah. But she was wrong. I remember the first things I said the first things first words I ever met out of her word, mouth. Sit down at a table, I'm having a drink, I see Russell I hadn't seen since Edinburgh with Patrice. Right? And I said and he goes, Hey Bird, it's good to see you again. I said, Hey Russell and then he says, uh this is my girlfriend, Kimberly. She was Mexican. And I said, oh. I said, oh, cool. I said, are you uh, Indian? She goes, no. Everyone thinks I'm a fucking Indian. I'm not. And I'm like, oh, you're kind of sitting uh, with one. I wouldn't call him a fucking Indian. Right. <laughs> but then, and then, we, remember we went on the Pearl Harbor cruise? Oh, my we, God. We get yes. on the boat. We get yes. on the boat. We all sit down. And she goes, <laughs> so, does this thing go underwater? <laughs> the right, boat. That's right. The boat. It's an open air fucking boat. Like a, Does this like thing a go underwater? Boat, but bigger. And Russell goes, No, it, it's a goddamn boat. It doesn't go underwater. She goes, Well, they've got these flaps, and there were flaps in case it rained that you could zip so you didn't get rain. And he goes, They're plastic. You think this thing is a submarine? And the, and the captain was like, No, ma'am, this is not a submarine. This is a boat. We will be staying on top of the not water. Just the she says, she Well, wasn't then, just the captain. She goes, Then how are we. He was a, head, head he was the a rear admiral of the fucking yes, United States Navy. Exactly. 
she goes, well, then how are we going to see the ships? Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget. No, and the best part, she goes, well, why don't they just bring the ships up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was that that trip was so much fucking fun. Dumb. That's when I fell in love with Clayton. He's the best. Clayton, he is. Hands Clayton down. and his wife. Fucking Adorable. Clayton was I remember, do you remember the night we were all sitting at we were having drinks and I said to them I go um everyone just sits down. But I had been there with Tom I think earlier having a drink. But everyone sits down. Clayton, his wife, Russell, his chick, both of you guys. And I go, hey, do you guys ever watch? There's like one Indian porn star. Have you guys ever seen her? And Russell, Russell kind of starts going like, oh God, please stop. And Clayton starts going, Clayton, Clayton to point, paint the picture, looks like the kind of guy that would own a rickshaw shack. Like right. he's just cherubic, and he's like he's he's a got a business sense about him. He's got glasses on, so you know he's smart. But he's big and he's got big cherry cheeks. Like, and he starts Adorable. going, he's he's and he starts going like. <laughs> and like laughing and he's trying to hold it in i go no she's smoking hot she's a porn star but she's a indian and she's like the only indian porn star and kimberly fucking goes white just like <sighs> and clayton's going <laughs> and he's punching russell in the leg he's going <laughs> and tom starts going wait i think i've seen her <laughs> tom goes she's fucking hot as shit she is really hot i've seen her and and, Cl and russell's like are you talking about Whatever her name is, and I go, yeah, that's her. She's so fucking hot. Yeah, Have you ever seen all her? All of us. And, like, she's so beautiful. Oh, oh she is God. beautiful. And then Russell goes, I, it's my ex girlfriend. And yeah. I went, oh, you dated her? And he goes, like, yeah. And she goes, he actually, yes, like, like right before me. And then Kimberly gets up and walks away. Russell stands up to follow her, and Clayton goes, that was the best moment of my life. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. I hung out with them. I hung out with them, and and we all hung out together in uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yes. What did you think of your set in Amsterdam? Did you? I didn't. Oh, see I that. loved it. I think that was good, only because I learned from the night before people were bombing, Ugh. and they're like, "Just don't don't rely on the audience to react because they don't speak English as a first language." Yeah. So it was like it was like kabuki stand up. I loved it. I, I, I thought had a great it was time. fun. You did a great. You did a tremendous job. I had we a, both they did. loved yeah. you. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. It was really fun. It was really fun. I'm, Can you, I, I would. I would. I love working with Clayton Peters. Yeah, he's awesome, and Emma's rad too. His wife. Yeah, really Emma's great. Emma's fucking. She's wonderful. Wow. Yeah, they're she just good great. people. I love Russell, man. I heard he had a New Year's Eve party that was fucking insane. I wasn't invited. Like, tigers roaming around. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Like a Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, I was in So, what is the over under on Tom wanting to have sex tonight? Oh. Oh. Okay. When Tommy comes home, he needs to discharge the barrels immediately. Like it's. Wait. Full. Did you come up with the term milking the snake? Or, or is that Leanne? Oh, I don't remember. I gotta get you the gotta poison out of the snake. The poison, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I gotta get the po poison. I gotta milk the snake. I, I always say he has to plant a seed. Yes, he's gotta plant the seed immediately, yeah. right? Like when he comes home, does Bert just like? Uh huh. Immediate. His dream come true would be me. But I can tell you. I can tell you right now. Like, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Let me point it out floor, to you. Ready. No, 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 no. What I want, what I want oh is just God. you. Like, I want to walk through the door. I want to go, hey, everyone. So excited. My father-in-law is probably going to listen to this. Hi, Al. No, he's not. <laughs> you think my dad listens to fucking this podcast? Hi, Mr. K. He didn't listen to his podcast. <laughs> he's like, people like that? And I was like, yeah, people like you and Joey. He's like, well, we should do another one. And I was like, well, let's keep what we got. <laughs> he, uh. No, wait, wait. But what's what? your fantasy? Because I'm curious to hear what other married is, people... Can I tell you what to do tonight? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
I already made him shake and bake. There's shake and bake chicken waiting on the oven for him. Isn't that oh enough? I'm a good wife. It should be Wait. enough. It should be enough. Can I please? God. I will fucking get the clean program to sponsor it. Can we get him to do the same cleanse I did and see how much weight he loses? What's wrong with shake and bake? It's real clean healthy. Program. It's not right. <laughs> it's a shake. I will fucking find the people. They will sponsor it. And yes. Tom I will would... go on their let's billboard. And let's see what Tom, what's he weigh like right now? 320? How much does he weigh right now? You know, actually, he's lost a lot of weight. In this last year, he looks great. He looks a lot better. Yeah, I don't. I don't but, know. But I he's don't know. probably still around two forty. I honestly, I don't know. I yeah, don't know yeah, men's yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, men's yeah, weights yeah, mean yeah, nothing yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. I want to get the clean program. I'm going to hit them up. If you're listening, anyone tweet the clean program. It's at clean program on Twitter, and Tom's going to be the poster boy to show just how great this thing is. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> They're not a sponsor, but I'm telling you right now, it's one of the greatest things oh. I've ever done for my fucking life. All right. So now wait. So this is what you do. This is what I, my dream is. I come in, Leanne. We say hi to the girls. We say everyone say says hi, and then I uh, like I sit no, on the couch. No, that's not really. Let's be honest. Hold on, hold on. The stop, dream stop, is stop, the girls stop. are like asleep. Okay, yep. Yeah, the girls okay. are asleep. Girls are asleep. Yeah, that is the dream. Girls are asleep, so I can't be a dad. Oh, exactly. I'm so bummed exactly. out. Exactly, that's your dream. So let's bummed honest, out that I can't just, hang totally out with my family. Honest. Ground zero. Girls are asleep. I got a late flight. It got delayed. I'm really drunk. There was whiskey in the car drive. Okay. See, now we're at ground zero. Now, now we're we talking. Right. Yeah. I, I I walk in the house and she is in something kind of sexy, like Leanne sexy, like uh, like sweat po- sweatpants and a tank and a, and a hey. white beater, but with no bra on. There you go. Yeah. Leanne will look dashing in that. She's beautiful. She, yeah. That's a she, change. In clean the program. Leanne did the clean program. She's the skinny. She's been what? How long? Like it's. She looks amazing. What do you? I'm not gonna say her weight, but you you're fucking. You're at your fighting weight. Uh, not quite, but close. Yeah. So, tank, uh, uh, hook me wife, up. I want to do it. Wife beater. Awesome. I know I'm done. You have to send it to me. Then send it to me. Thing. Sorry. It's all right. I will. Mail it to me. Today. Yeah. Email. Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay, wife so. beater, sweatpants, and and I I come in. She gives me a hug and she helps me get all my bags in. And then <laughs> I sit, <laughs> I sit, you are dreaming. I sit. Dream on, I sit dream. down on the couch. Helps you bring your bags. I in. sit down on the couch and she and Who's she. The dude in she comes into the into the living room with yeah. a beer in her hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's already opened. Oh, good. And okay. She hands that it to me. She hands it to me and says, and then sits on the couch. She sits like sideways. Do you know what I mean? Like this. Like describe what I'm about to do. She does this, like like side saddles like, it. Okay, so she's facing you. Like fa- her crotch like, is facing you. Right. And then and then and then kind of leans up on the couch and then she just was one quick move, hand in the pants, just clunk, and I go. <laughs> And then that is how you start it. See, that's all I want. Like, just like when you talk to me and I listen and that gets you turned on. But let me, but let me, let me refresh your memory. Do you remember being served? Like Uh, a subpoena? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. And how did that work out for you? It caught me off guard, Leanne. It's like, it's like training for jujitsu your entire life. And then you get into a fight and you're like, I forgot how to fight. Okay, Bert has a joke where he says... Why can't a, a blowjob be like a subpoena? He just walks blo- in and blows you and goes, bluh, bluh, bluh. you've been served. <laughs> so I. Okay, that is not the joke for that the record. That is the joke. It's, I like the version You've been served. You've been served. Okay. So for, was it Valentine's Day or something like that? I served Bert. Oh, it was, got, uh, it, was, got, uh, it was President's Day. It was not. <laughs> he got so nervous. He, he did not like it. Yeah, we, we, it didn't work. It was too awkward, yeah, because the fantasy is probably better than the reality of the subpoena. Wait, can I tell you? Can I tell you an aggressive story that that is is weird to share with your wife? But I will say this: there was a a girl I dated one time, and I told her my fantasy was to get a blowjob while I was sleeping. 
I thought that would be, <laughs> I thought that would be a cool thing. I thought yeah. I didn't know I was fucking a kid. I was a kid. So I I but I thought <laughs> I told her that See, I was in college and she tried doing it and I punched her in the head because I got scared. Someone's got my dick in her mouth. I'm like, who the fuck is it? And I started punching her and she was like, what? What? I thought it was your fantasy. I was like, oh, you sorry. You punched her in the yeah, head? I punched her in the head. I punched her in the head. If it's any consolation, she fucked my best friend. So I think we're even. Oh so, God. yeah. Even. Yeah, so, yeah. So what should Push do for Tom tonight? Yeah. I would come home and go. Shake and bake. Just- Did I mean shake and bake? Okay, no, no, no. I fucking went to Ralph's. I got the chicken. And then okay. the shake chicken, and bake. not pork, chicken. Okay. Yeah, and then I I made the shake and bake. It's hot on the oven right now as we speak. Like it's fresh. I just made it before I came here. Oh, you're gonna I walk mean, in on. You're gonna walk in on. You're gonna roll in like Goldilocks, but the bears are still there. Okay, so what should I do then? By the way, I retweet anything that has a bear picture. Uh, yeah, of me and Tom in there. It's always. phenomenal. It's my favorite Fucking thing. Love it. Yeah. You ever hear that story? Never. Me and Tom are gonna do a podcast called Two Bears One Kid. What was it called? Uh, two bears, one cave, and it, and, but we, it started with the premise of we would love to be gay because we'd like to try to wrestle the fuck each other. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I would come home and I would be like, "This is this ready? Go in, okay. go. It's hot in here, right?" And then start taking off clothing. What? What? I would never do that. I would never. And then, do and then it's <laughs> hot in here, huh? And then I take off. Well, don't my clothes, do it like, like Roseanne. It's, it's hot. hot in here, huh? No. <laughs> but then go and then just put like just be like just be like like throwing something really clat like scantily like like something like a wife beater with no bra on and then just and then just sit up on him a lot. And just watch him just purr. He'll just start going. <laughs> it's what guys want. Just walk in the house and go, like, are you up for sucking cock? I'm totally up for sucking <laughs> cock. <laughs> Who here was the like, second dick? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Before or after your shake and bake? Would you like it before or after? You have to have sex before you if eat. You, if you are really, if you really yeah. love your man, you'll let him eat shake and bake during. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember, I remember one time, oh, God. one of my buddies told me he got a blowjob. He goes, it was Valentine's Day. And he goes, man, she took care of me. I was like, really? He goes, yeah. She gave me a blowjob. She let me have a dip in. What is that? A dip. A dip like chewing tobacco. tobacco. And Ew. I was like, I was like, that's, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not using your mouth for anything for what? Yeah. Why not? Don't you have to spit though? Yeah. But I guess he did. But that, oh wait, the girl, or the guy. <laughs> Possibly both. Um, so silly. I hope to God people don't like Leanne on the podcast. They're like, put on every one of them. They're, can I tell you something? They're going to love her so much. And I was just thinking that. I'm like, oh, his listeners are going to love hearing Leanne. Oh, start my own she, podcast. She's going to be oh, so much more popular. What would you popular. call your podcast? <laughs> what would you call your podcast? Hot Mama in the Summertime. Hot Mama in the Summertime. <laughs> Hot Mama in the Summertime. There you go, Leanne. But they're going to love. Guys, someone buy that domain name real quick. They're gonna, I guarantee you it's open. They're going to love Leanne so much more than you. No, because her oh accent. Oh my god! That, that redneck accent. What? She wouldn't call it Southern redneck. Belle. Re- Southern Belle? Yes. No. Leanne is a redneck. <laughs> when we first moved, you know, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is what made me love Leanne. When we, what? I don't know what you're gonna say. Are you getting nervous? No, I have no oh. idea. I'm first, getting when nervous. When we first go to, went to meet her dad for the first time, oh. she, she was like, she was like, uh, but it wasn't about my dad. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I, she goes, um, I said, where are we staying? She goes, we're staying with my dad. I'm staying with my daddy. 
Say it. How do you say dad? Daddy? <laughs> daddy. Yeah. I stayed with my daddy. And I said, okay. She goes, I just need to give you a heads up. Like, he lives in this convenience store. Is that, like, she was nervous that I would be judgmental. And for a second, I was like, wait, lives in a convenience store? What the fuck do you mean? Then we go in. The place is called Kemp's Corner. Is it in Bowden? That's so cute. And, and he lived... Okay, tell me this isn't your fucking dream. <laughs> he lived in the fucking beer cooler. Like there was, he had sectioned that area off. It was a huge area. It was a huge area, but it was attached to the fucking refrigerator. There were no windows. It was pitch black. When you went to sleep in there, it was freezing cold. It was pitch black. It was the perfect place for me to sleep. I was like, I fucking love this place. And when you woke up in the middle of the night and you were thirsty, you were in a fucking convenience store. You could get Diet Cokes, candy bars, anything you wanted was right there. I was like, this is the fucking best. The, maker. the biggest thing that bummed me out was when he sold that goddamn store because, man, I fucking love you'd wake up in the middle of the morning swear to god swear to god boxers just walk out get a cup of coffee get a fucking biscuit go back into bed really it was the greatest this. i was he i love that place it. my dad had a king size bed <clears throat> a big screen tv a recliner and a couch and that was it i slept on the couch leanne slept it. on the floor <laughs> his dad slept her dad slept in the bed you could watch it was freezing fucking cold in there because well, it was attached it's to the a freezer. Cooler, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was right behind the beer cooler. Do you know but what? In I'm the a... summer in Georgia is probably awesome, right? Yeah, and he had a little heater in the winter. My one of my biggest panics is running out of beer. Right in life, <laughs> never happened there. <laughs> oh, I remember him. I remember saying to him, like, I remember the first night we were there. I was like, he was like, "Y'all good?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, that's that's not her dad. Her dad. Her dad. When her dad talks, you have a hard time. Like he's he is he's first of all he's quiet." I've he's, never met him. I've only he's heard quiet. About him. He's a quiet man. He's like definitely like a like a like I'm a ten on the scale of personality. Like meaning like I throw it out in your lap and like her dad's like a a two. He doesn't he doesn't need to talk to you if he doesn't need to talk to you. But if he knows you, he'll talk to you. And so he was like, "Y'all good?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm great." And he goes, "You don't want nothing?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "You sure?" And in my head, I was like, "Kind of want a beer." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, go get a tall boy." And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Go grab one." I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> this is the greatest dream I've ever fucking had. Fourteen I have, tall boys later, he's uh, like, Ugh. "Oh, I had so much fun in that place." I like, I like, I like going back to a place. You should come down to the uh, lake one time. You'd love it. Yeah, I like the South. I don't know much about it still. Like, I only do. I'm doing Alabama pretty soon. <sighs> Oof. The oh. Stardome. Have you done that one? The no, no. Where I is, want to where though. In Alabama. Uh, I fly into Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I know that's not obviously the same as Georgia. But. No, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. Well, things are changing drastically. I think Alabama in the '80s was very different than Alabama now. I mean, I, I know for. I mean, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. But like, I mean, we just go to the lake and leave, so I don't spend any time like in the lakes in Alabama the community. Oh, yeah, so we go to Alabama, Alabama. We go to Alabama, My but but it's a border. dry county. I mean, we had that like high beer. No alcohol. Well, I don't know if I can come. What do you do? Uh, we like, bring alcohol. We bring alcohol. You can't get caught with it. If you get caught with it, you get arrested for bootlegging. What? Yep. She said her uncle got arrested for bootlegging. My uncle got put in jail for bootlegging because he had a 12-pack of beer in his trunk. And he drove to, he was driving to the lake. And they pulled him over and found the unopened 12-pack of beer in his trunk. And they put him in jail for bootlegging. For bootlegging. That's, oh a, that's a crime I'll go down with. TMZ, put me up. Bert Kreischer, bootlegger. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I'm almost gonna. I might want to walk around with Dowie with a with a twelve pack of beer. 
I'd be like, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, the lake's fucking dare. gorgeous. Her, never, you know, I've never. You should been. come. You and Tom should come down. Her family, you'd fucking get a kick. I've out never of her been family. to a lake because I grew up here in the San Fernando Valley. Like to hang out on a lake and do things on a lake. I've never done that. That's ever. Just crazy. <laughs> it's really fun. What do yeah. you guys do though? Like, Jet what do ski, you do? Oh. ski, fish. Uh, fish uh, I write during the day. Swim. Write. I just sat and wrote all fucking day. It's great. And and thing the thing about it being a dry county is like a lot of the times not recently but before I wouldn't bring alcohol down and I would sleep great. You get all your you go out and work out. You have a fucking great time. And uh, like sunset is one of my favorite moments so down beautiful. there. It's, it's gorgeous. Doesn't look anything like anything out here. I mean, it's so green. It's really hilly, and the lake is just. It's crystal clear. There's something to be said oh, for ho- Southern hospitality too. Yeah, yeah like, you get into so a conversation. Nice. You get into a conversation with a person that works at a at a fucking uh, gas station. Like you go to the gas station in the corner, that mm-hmm. little bait shop. Mm-hmm. I've been in there. I jog there, every which is m- bizarre because it is an Indian family that runs it, and they all have Southern accents. Very bizarre. Whoa. Yeah, and oh, no. you the end dad, up. Dad, mom, dad don't, but the two kids do. They Guys, I have to call there. my husband. Okay, let's go. wrap it up. Okay. I wish Tom was here. I do too, you guys. He just landed, so oh, he's in the cab. All right, I got I haven't seen him in days. Uh, yeah, I know go. the feeling. I, I leave tomorrow. I gotta go. I leave tomorrow to go. Uh, fucking work. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to New York for a couple of days, and then going to Miami, and then Jamaica. Okay. Yeah, we'll I'll do a podcast. Jamaica. I'm doing a podcast. I'll be here. I know. Like, so like, for I everyone that's stay. listening to this podcast still, which I'm shocked if you are. Shut up. No, I'm it's shocked awesome. that you are. It's a, it's a, no, it's, one, it's a two-hour yeah. podcast. God damn it! I always end up doing this with people. I'm I so love them. I love them. Push. Uh, for the record, we're gonna do a family podcast. Me, you, Tom, and Leanne. That's a great idea. Let's do it. Wait, I when do you want to do that. it? When do you want to do it? Let's do it. Hey, I'm here every well, day. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm in February. I'm people who travel. I'm here every day. I have to look at the thing because Tom and I are. You know, both on the road. Um, I'm in February. I'm home. I'm doing one. Uh, so cute. This I'm going to do one from Jamaica with my crew. I've been doing ones with my crew. Um, but th- it's so hard because, you know, there's an openness about comics that yeah. we share everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's so hard because sometimes my, like, you can t- totally hear them being like. What was that? It was Isla. Oh, naked. What's that? Oh, okay. Uh, I thought someone was fucking choking. Jesus naked. Christ. She ran out here naked. Yeah. Like, let's just point this out. She ran out <laughs> naked. Naked time. Push your nose. Naked <laughs> Is time. Is it still naked time? Naked time, baby. I didn't know. She came that sprinting out naked like that girl in that picture <laughs> from Vietnam. Like, that's what she looked like. She did. Napalm burned. Yeah, the, yeah, but yes. she came running nice. out like Nothing panic. Like that. Moaning like got that. attacked by Priscilla. I thought Georgia had choked. Aww. That's the problem with being a parent, Pris. Push, beautiful. that you don't want to deal with is the freaking... The catastrophe is right around the corner. If that's you're what a I catastrophe f- thinker. Wait, but that's what nice. I fear is that they're going to die any minute. Like babies and stuff. Oh, well, you can't oh, think oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You're a philosophy major. Anyone that's had you a baby. You you can't think like that. Anyone that's had a baby <laughs> that first week when you have them home, you look in their crib like, are they alive? Like it's yeah. a terrifying feeling. I didn't that's do that. I'm, well, yeah, because, yeah. I, but how do you not do that? Like, because my thing is like, are you breathing? Are you moving? Are you? Because they are. Push. It's such a small percentage of, of children who me and you have that don't l- make. You know what I mean? It's push. I, me and I you have that long strand DNA. No, I think I'm the one with the long strand DNA, redneck voice and all. <laughs> I got that long strand DNA. Um, 
pushes or anything you want to promote? Oh, yeah. When is this going to drop? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it tonight. Oh, yeah. Fucking come see me at the Atlanta Punchline this week. Oh, you're in Atlanta? Yeah. Well, I should know that. I have a, still have a bunch of friends in Georgia. You, well, should, have bought, you should have your fucking family go out, Leanne. 25th through 27th, and then um, January 31st through February 2nd, comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Bar in Mashantucket, Connecticut. What? I'm supposed to say it like that. And then February 7th through 10, the Stardome in Alabama. Damn, you're oh, doing nice. a southern tour. I know. You busy. I don't have yeah. anything to promote because I am doing trip flip for the next uh, no. two weeks. But there's a guy uh, who's got a new show on Travel Channel. His name is uh, – it's the name of the show is Edge of America. He's a really nice guy. He emailed me the other day. So everyone check out Travel Channel Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. It's called Edge of America. As always, just tune in Travel Channel. I'm, I don't know why. As always, I just said that for the first time. I might even edit that out. No, I won't. I'll just post it. Don't do I, Just tune in. I love, I love the network. Tune in. Do Edge I get of America. to promote something? Liam, yeah. Liam, Liam what, what dates what do you, you have got? coming up? Um, I don't have any dates, but I have these awesome t-shirts. They're cog shirts. And oh, t-shirts. God. Or... Yes. That's my wife. That's why I married <laughs> so her. So just go to birdbirdbird.com and purchase because I will be the person folding them and <laughs> stuffing them in an envelope. <laughs> You're welcome. On your order form, ask is if there's anything you want out of our house. We can just put it in the envelope, too. Oh, yeah. There you go. Leanne, if you want a personalized note from Leanne. Oh, Bert. Put it on the order form. Can they put it on the order form? No. I don't know. I don't know. It's through PayPal. I don't know. Let's see I if you can put it on the a special note section, but uh, why would I even say that? Oh, look. Now you... <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. There's no special note. No special note. If you note. want a special note from Leanne. Buy Girl Scout cookies. Buy Get Girl it. Scout cookies. Hey. Uh, <laughs> buy hey. Girl Scout cookies. That's a good Yeah, one. buy Girl Scout yeah. cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Buy Girl Scout cookies. Um, all right. Okay. So this has been our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Bert and Leanne. Push. It was fun. Thanks uh, for coming, Push. Should I uh, wrap us up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us out, Leanne. <laughs> so go see their shows in whatever place they said they should go see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leanne did it. Perfect. That's why I married her, everybody. <laughs> I'm here every Thursday night. Every Thursday night. You're here every night. <laughs> okay, every night, every night. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by The Machine.